Whoa, care turn it down. I don't know. This is bad. Ketchup on Pancakes. Episode 19. Farewell 2020. By the Fireside. Nice. Gotta love it. Those were the sultry, you know, sounds of trusty fox at Christmas time. Yes, we are back by the fireside once again. It's been a while since we've done a ketchup on pancakes podcast, (laughs) and we were just uh, enjoying some uh, Christmas music by Trusty Fox. Yeah, that that includes you as a guitar. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty swift. I was just on the guitar doing a solo, and now I'm right here by the fireside <laughs> with Carrie, and uh, we're all cozy and everything. Sitting in front of a microphone, <laughs> talking into it. Funny how that works. And uh, here we are. Way to go! That was some nice music there. Welcome to Ketchup on Pancakes, episode nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, huh. we, uh, we've only done well. I guess in a way, this is our second episode for this year. Um, it's <laughs> it's currently uh, December. It's because we do a, we do a by the fireside episode every year, but sometimes we do it at the end of a year, and sometimes we do it a few days or a week or two into the new year. So it gets confusing. Yeah, it kind of depends when we get get a chance to do it. Um, <laughs> so we've been doing catch up on pancakes barely at all. We've been doing our Outlook podcast hey, radio Soder. show. Oh, our, Stoker's our around. Stoker's back. He's he's keeping his social distance, and I think he even has a mask on. If I, if I can we tell got the there, d- but, Stoker uh, to wear a mask before he sparked our, our 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 bonfire. Yeah, we we need him here to help out, but it's not a bonfire. We're, you wanted to be outside for this. I mean, geez. It's kinda, well, some people guess, sit outside at Christmas. Well, back up on your mic a little. You clipped there with your. Oh shit! Carry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to clear you out. I had to clip your cl- clear your clip indicator. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like when you're close to the mic. My clip indicator. <laughs> I just didn't think you'd get that. Cut out one. whatever you need to cut out. 
But was um, this week. Yeah, so I'm not going to get into all the logistics because most people won't understand. But um, currently, we have this on they the won't. on the Outlook um, Outlook on Radio Western podcast feed. Right. We're going to put our ketchup on pancakes, our previous episodes up on there as well. But you'll have to dig back into the feed to find them. <laughs> they're but, so uh, far and few between, and they're so re- they're not very recent. Other than this. So. Yeah, but I guess the the fact being that we don't do these. Very often these days, unfortunately, just we're so busy with our Outlook, our talk show that you can hear on Radio Western, Outlook on Radio Western, and um, that's where we talk about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. Yeah, we really, we really um, sort of navigated ourselves toward accessibility and advocacy, like you said, and less toward this podcast. But this is where we trained on how to do what we do so it was good i don't think it was wasted or anything and we're, we're actually coming up to the five-year anniversary in 2021 but we're still technically in 2022 now so <laughs> you said that recently on a <laughs> 2020 i'm getting ahead of myself yeah, you're really getting into the future yeah, really am. no it's 2020 <laughs> and we're still dealing with um the end of a crazy bad year so yeah so it's um just to give people context it's december the 28th that we're recording this <laughs> right that's, is that not, right? Not December 28th, 2022. Yeah, it's the 28th. That's yes, it is. Almost losing track of dates here. No, it is. New Year's um, is in two nights from now. No, three nights Three from nights. Now. <laughs> wow. It really does seem like a big block of time between Christmas and New Year's, especially because we're being thrown off this year because we don't have our usual KFC, which is Kajuski Family Christmas. Yeah, you're not keeping it a secret anymore. I know in previous fireside ones, at least, I think two years ago it was that you... <laughs> hey, speaking of, do you, you want to show admit- some... Two, oh, no, a year ago, what did, what were we talking about on Outlook? What It's weird to look back at... We always listen to the episode, the year... We, we do one every year by the fireside, every year, and it's interesting to look back Yeah, we've uh, a year later and see where... I think a couple, where, couple years we, we forgot, but I think this year we definitely remembered to listen back to last year's because it's always interesting to hear how what we reflected on for 2020 and mm-hmm. how things panned out. And uh, for the most part, we were kind of unsure what was 2020 was going to be. <laughs> yeah, when we I had to, no idea. We were kind of, which in a way, we were kind of just like, yeah, we're just going to go with the flow. We don't know what to expect. And we sure didn't. But um, <laughs> we figured we would have a little flashback, just a little short clip from last year's by the fireside, just to give you guys a bit of an idea of what we were up to then. So... Mm-hmm. Let's go back. Let's, let's go back almost three hundred sixty-five days. Back in January twenty twenty, fire in a fire looked so cool. It, I'm sure it's you know it's not so cool. Specifically, the fires happening r- right now in Australia. Um, that's terrible bushfires. Um, they're just on my mind. But All right, let's not get too serious here. I'm trying. To I'm not. A, I'm just. I'm trying to chill out by the fire okay. here. And Carrie's talking about. I'm. T- I'm trying to talk about how cool stuff. fire looks. But I'm just referencing a few, you know, stories in the news in the beginning of 2020 here. <laughs> Crazy. Nice. Crazy to think that was just the beginning of this year where the I know. The, the wildfires were happening in Australia. And- yeah, that was kind of the big news in the world other than like Trump's final year, which I'm going to have to talk about. Excuse me, anyone who loves Trump. Come on, Trump. you're back to the serious stuff. I'm just, I know we're going to have to talk about it a little bit in this show, so. Yeah, no, it's always weird to listen back to the year before just to see where how far we've come and what we've what we predicted and what's come true and what definitely hasn't, which is most of all we try to predict. Yeah, generally speaking. And I noticed on last year's we didn't really talk too, too much about 2020. We pretty much (laughs) talked more about 2019. And we didn't say too much about what we expected for the new year, Um, which, you know, but we we try to keep a limp. We try to keep a level headed comedy versus like humor versus serious 
topics just so we can illustrate what the year was like. So, yeah, so it's interesting to to think back then and mm-hmm. finishing the end of 2020 here. So, <clears throat> for anyone who's now subscribed, I just wanted to quick mention now we are available as a podcast. That is one thing that did come up on last uh, your show when we were talking about yeah. 2020 coming up. I said. And hopefully we'll get up on all podcast services. And we did. I mean. <laughs> I don't know why I made it seem like such a big thing. And you seem like, yeah, I just got to do it. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. And it is like, it's a lot of things for me. It's, and I think for a lot of people, it's like that where sometimes it's hard to get motivated to start something. But once you actually do it, it ends up being a pretty quick process. Right. And the podcast thing was, and that's sort of this pandemic in general, I think to some of the positive things that might have come out of it is it's sort of allowed us to slow down and think about things and get things done that maybe normally we didn't have time for if we were going out more you know we used to yeah go into the radio station to do our show and i used to go in there to do my music show and well the stoker's here yeah stoker's extra active today he's really trying to get our fire (laughs) thank you it is getting a little cold in here so i think (laughs) when we turn the heat off we need the fireplace yeah we we're old school we don't we don't use a furnace we use a fire for our heat and Brian is sitting, bes- the Christmas tree is to your right, right? Oh, yeah, I can see the lights. <laughs> I turned away from the microphone there a little bit just to look at the lights. So right. my voice might have got distant for a second. But this is, it's nice to have, uh, to be back with a ketchup on pancakes. I mean, yeah, we, this is, you know, technically this is our second from this year, but also in a way our first because the, yeah. the last one, even though it was early in <laughs> January, it still was looking back at 2019. It was basically so. mostly in 2019. And this is just good to reflect back. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, with Outlook, like we said, it's more focused specifically on advocacy and all of this, whereas this is just very laid back. And, you know, now that we are a podcast available on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Whoa, that fire is really going today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, if you search Outlook on Radio Western, you'll find it. Yeah, make sure you put on Radio Western. If you leave that out, you might not find us because Outlook is a pretty generic word. Yeah, it is a little bit. um, (laughs) But we we love her. We chose it and we do do like it. (laughs) But um, yeah, so, you know, there might, we may have some new listeners now if people have subscribed to Outlook on Radio Mm -hmm. Western. And as I was saying, I won't get in too deep into the, uh, into nitpicking exactly how this all works, but. Right now, we're just putting ketchup on pancakes on the same feed as Outlook on Radio Western, just because we don't Before do these well Before Outlook was on the same feed as ketchup on pancakes, so, you know, well, way trade to, off. Way to confuse our listeners here. I'm sorry. I'm confused, too. <laughs> I know. Everyone was. Last <laughs> night, we had a little, a small family get-together, just very, very immediate family yep. as we're, we're following all of, the, all of the proper rules here with uh, yeah, COVID. We're masked up. We're masked up so you can hear what we're saying. Oh, yeah. My mask one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could have done this episode with our masks on. That would have been fun, huh? I have seen my my sister, but that's you know I live on my own, so it is yeah. it is um, okay to to see one other person kind of thing and household. But other than that, you know, I haven't been seeing anyone else. Right. And um, besides a few outdoor gigs, that uh, trusty fox music you heard at the very beginning was a, a neat opportunity that kind of cropped up very uh, out of the blue in here. Pre Christmas entertainment. We were offered through London Arts Live, a great organization in London, Ontario, to do some outdoor performing for Christmas um, at, with Trusty Fox, one of the bands that I'm in. Yeah. And uh, it was myself and Matt, uh, also on guitar and vocals. Friends since I like was, kindergarten? Yeah, since 1991 or so. So <laughs> almost 30, pretty much 30 years now. It's crazy. Yeah. Or 92, I guess, maybe, when I started kindergarten. But um, anywho... 
92. Um, so yeah, we got that. We got offered a couple gigs actually in December, and Carrie came to the second one that we played out on the street in London, out on Dundas Street downtown. Yeah, it was right across from a uh, from a coffee culture. It was great. Yeah, coffee culture is a great spot, and uh, so I found a nice low wall, like a like a wall, like a cement thing that I could sit on. So I enjoyed the show, right yeah. by the drummer, right by percussion. Yeah, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Yeah, there was one guy across the street sitting at the coffee culture who seemed to be really into you. He was clapping it up and, you know. Yeah, it's it's nice to, it's a lot of times, you know, it's not, I like those gigs because it's not a show where you're yeah, like you, trying people to. People aren't focused on you all, the whole time. People walk by, they drive by. They, they'll 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 stop for a couple songs and then move on Christmas with their day. Christmas music is just, a, you know, a feeling that makes you feel better and it just, yeah. Yeah, kind of put people in in a good mood, which is important this this year, and yeah, just good to have a bit of Christmas spirit outside in London. That's Ontario. true. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so we thought we'd put a little clip at the beginning since Carrie was there to record it, and it was fun. We also this time it wasn't just Matt and I, as a lot of these gigs are, but we also had our drummer um, Alex came out as well. Um, so that was Yay, nice to have Alex. Add a little extra touch to the to the music. He had some nice chimey sounds in there, some Christmassy mm-hmm. sounds that you would have heard in that intro theme there. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, so that was December's been a pretty good month weather wise. You know, like we like to talk to what, talk about weather on Outlook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's such a fascinating topic. But I enjoy winter solstice on December twenty first, and I desert, I I you know really love winter and these cold still nights, and it's a beautiful time of year. Yeah, for sure. It's it's been pretty nice today. We were or tonight, I guess it's nighttime. We're recording this just after seven p.m. Mm-hmm. We were commenting how it's a very still night outside. Some of these these recent days has been a little it more windy or snowy. Or last night it was rainy. I think. Yeah, there was. More, so we got snow right on Christmas Eve. It was perfect snow for Christmas Day. It was a beautiful Christmas Day. Yeah, that was. I feel like nice. I'm in the snow globe. In lo- I love a good snow globe while we're sitting at the pop and crackling fire. Yeah, so so maybe we have a few new listeners now that we have a podcast and it's available on a bunch of those services we were talking about as right. Outlook on Radio Western. But we're going to throw, anytime we do do a Catch Up on Pancakes, we'll throw it up on the same feed. So just a little break from the, the Outlook style and something a little more casual and, yeah. and relaxed. This isn't on the radio. This to, is make, just... to mark the occasion of the end of 2020, um, you know. Yeah, Crack. as you can see, we did, this is our 19th episode, so... <laughs> Let's just say that ketchup on pancakes was um, the beginning iteration of Outlook. It yeah, Outlook I mean, there's came. even an earlier name which we'll get to a bit later, and, <laughs> and the whole concept of ketchup on pancakes we'll also talk about a bit later with our hi Stoker. Hey, hey Stoke. <laughs> he's he's a, active today. He's our he's... neighbor, our friendly neighborhood Stoker. Yeah. <laughs> we just he's call never... we call on him at this time of year. He's never introduced himself on the show <laughs> he though. Never was it kind of like Pokeroo or one of the characters on those? That's a Canadian reference yeah, a nobody reference, will get. Yeah. It's a deep Ontario reference. Oh, we might have some Canadian. We probably have Canadians listening. I mean, oh, sure. Um, so Ketchup on Pancakes was started in 2016. So we're coming up on our five years on um, in the summer of 2021. And um, we started that one. I wanted to do a podcast. I could come up with some content, but I knew Brian would bring the sound quality and the recording abilities and um, makes it sound good. We're hanging out by the fire. So, yeah, we started Ketchup on Pancakes, which is a good name to get people's attention. We recently did an interview for um, Inform and Connect. It's a American Foundation for the Blind podcast, right? 
Yeah, I guess if um, if anyone listening has caught our most recent outlook, which was on last week and is also available on the podcast, um, we didn't end up mentioning that one. I don't think. I don't know if we did. No, because we had we'll so much to cover. We'll definitely mention that in the new year. Yeah. Yeah, we had know. so much to cover on that. So oh, yeah. it, it's good to mention it here. It was a great great uh, appearance that we were on. I don't think it's released mm. quite yet, but it should be out maybe later this sometime this week before the end of the year. Did she say that? I don't. Remember. I thought she said it was the last episode of the year. I don't know if that. Meant- I know, but they might not get it right till the beginning of next year. Maybe. I mean, they they released one. I think it was last Recently. week or the week before. There was a new one, but yeah. it wasn't us yet. Anyway, it'll be out soon. So anyway, inform and connect is what we're all about. But um, yeah, where was I going with that? Beats me. <laughs> I don't remember now. All I know is I am drinking a what farmer's farmer in the sky dry hop <laughs> pilsner. Right I like now. farmer in the sky. It makes me think of farmer in the dell. Yeah, <laughs> fits. I'll take a little sip right now. Yeah. Well, anyway, what I think I was saying was that I've already finished wine. I got money bottles of wine to celebrate different things this year. I'll get into that later too. But um, Inform and Connect, yeah, it was a great podcast a couple of weeks ago that we did. One of the first ones we've done together. We've done a few others, but um, she just loved our ketchup on pancakes name. And yeah, you know, in some ways it really irks me that I can't take that with us. Um to what we're doing now with disability and advocacy. but Well, we kind of are because we're having it in the same podcast feed and we're doing exactly. an episode right now. So don't get too down on yourself over there, Carrie Kajewski. All right. I won't. We have um, to try to be as positive as we can. Yes. Anyway, world. that was what prepared us. to. It was sort of trained us on how to do Outlook, but obviously it went differently being in the studio but um ketchup on pancakes has been around for f- almost five years now and uh yeah we the, know you said it 10 times the main theme is is family humor and creativity so right you know it's basically a little more casual like we said and it's you and me as siblings and uh try to get a bit of humor in there and a bit of showcasing our arts which we will do yeah we have some creativity coming up a bit later and well, some we started family. the show with some creativity oh yeah that's right and this so. this whole show is creativity the theme remember yeah. making that theme way back oh it's crazy that was five years ago i love that theme still it's got our old family clips from when we were little and it's yeah it's quite the theme the some, some of you pancakes. some of you might be hearing that for the first time as it's now the podcast right. podcast feed and that might have caught you off guard expecting an outlook and seeing ketchup on pancakes show up in your feed that uh, whenever we get this posted later this week and you know just in time for new year's yeah, yeah. no it's really a confusing name for a podcast because it really gets people's attention they're thinking right away they're like wow who eats ketchup on pancakes and they're like what would that taste like that sounds gross you know like a bunch of the general things that come up but i think it gets people attention and, and it got melody's melody's um, attention who interviewed us there for the afb so that's good yeah, so I want to go back just again to the recording the theme for the show. And you might have noticed there was a bunch of sounds in there of sizzling and a flip and um, the plates and pancake and sounds. Yeah. So when I was recording those, I just got a microphone, actually the microphone that Carrie's using over there. Oh, yeah. And I brought it right over to the burner. I was being a little silly. I was like, okay, <laughs> I want to get a nice close up sound of the sizzle. Yeah. So I had a, the boom arm set up and everything. I had the microphone right over the pan. <gasps> I remember. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like, right over, it but it was close. It was pretty, it was pretty much over. It was, it was higher up. It wasn't. Yeah, it was right up. It wasn't right pan. down into the pan. But. It was close enough that the next day when I tried to set up the mic to record something, the uh, the XLR cable, the cable that plugs into the microphone, wouldn't fit in the microphone because the pins <gasps> had been melted slightly from the heat. <laughs> and that was just me, you know, being silly. I could have had it a bit further from the pan. You still would have yes, heard the sizzle. You still nice would have caught the sizzle. But I was just all excited to get this together and wanted <sighs> it to be nice and close up and clear. 
so I was devastated at first. I was like, oh, I just spent, you know, 400 and whatever yep. dollars on this microphone. You I'm went so all happy. quiet and grouchy. Um, but our mother. I think that was the day I was feeling nauseous. So it sort of fit the theme. I think we were also making, I think we were made up some rice to have chili that day. I have no a way. memory that we had the rice and it was sitting in the rice cooker and I just went to lay down because I was so depressed. And I have a memory. I was say. worried that the rice would be all clumped up. But then our mother came and she's very crafty and always saves the day. So she looked at the mic. She said, you know what? I bet I can bend these pins so that the XLR cable will fit in. So yeah, Just give it a moment. She did that. It worked. And then she, we also thought our rice might have been ruined because I just left it sitting. But she's like, no, that's fine. <laughs> that I don't remember. We mixed it up with the chili. It was leftover chili I had in my freezer that I thought okay. out for us. We mixed the rice with the chili, ate that. and This is so funny that we're about to eat chili tonight. I know. That was why I brought it up. We, had some, we have some chili simmering right now over on, our, on uh, Carrie's oh, stove. Oh, it's simmering, all right. So we'll be having that in a bit. But um, yeah, so at that point, I just got a new microphone. And a couple of weeks ago, I finally got a second uh, microphone, the same kind. It's an Audio-Technica 4040. What you're using right now? We're both using, and I'm using the new one. Carrie's using the old one that has the oh. bent pins from the <laughs> yeah. from the pancake making where it sort nice. of melted slightly and that mic's kind of dented too i think it must have fell at one point i just felt <laughs> terrible it's like i can't even take care of my own you can't take but, care of your stuff but i just brought another one because it's nice to have a pair of the same microphone these are both for any audio nerds <laughs> who may be listening these are both condenser mics which for a podcast eventually i want to have um, dynamic mics they might sound a bit better but i think these work quite well maybe by 2022 Perhaps next year when we do the farewell 2021 by the fireside, maybe I'll have some dynamics. Sweet. But um, right now I have these. Now I have a pair of condensers, so we each have our own mic. I don't have to borrow. I've, in the past, I've been borrowing from friends quite a bit. Right. So it's kind of nice just to have yes. my own mic. And Like you said, though, you need like an intern to set up everything for you. Yeah, it's a bit of a process. We set all this up or <sighs> in Carrie's living room here. I was setting up mic stands and got my my mixer, my old school mixer here. and. Right. Uh, Headphones and all sorts of technical equipment. So great. So 2019, 2020. What do we think? Yeah. Where would you like to start? Whew, I don't even quite know where to start. I mean, I guess I we know. should maybe start kind of at the beginning. We recorded. I guess our farewell 2019 show, as we said in early 2020. We were in my apartment. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't go back to fully track them, but it seems like every other year we end up. Here at Carrie's and then the opposite year in my place. <gasps> Sometimes. Um, or occasionally we're downstairs. Sometimes we're upstairs in my house. But Yeah, yeah but I think, I can't quite remember, uh, but I know last year we were at my place. Mm-hmm. And this were this year we're at yours. So mm-hmm. it's nice to be back. But uh, as you could tell, in January, um, I was actually about to head to, to British Columbia. Right, yeah. At the time. And I was excited. You know, it was a new year. And sometimes in January you can get a little down, but... But you can also get excited for the year to come. You don't know really what to expect. Yeah, it's true. So I was happy at the time I was going out to BC to visit uh, my girlfriend at the time. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately. It's funny in 2019. That's not funny what happened to you. But it's 2019. I, I ended a relationship in 2020. You ended it in 2020? I thought it was in 2019. I said in 2019, I ended one in 2020. Years ended. Oh, take so, it easy over there. As you heard in our in our flashback from last year too, we get a little snippy sometimes. I feel like this time I've been here. What? This is my fifth. Yeah, day we've here been now. doing all right. We haven't been too snippy this time, but sometimes, I mean, brothers, sisters. We're both just grateful not to have the COVID, as some people say, and we'll get to that. 
Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> but yeah, siblings, we sometimes get kind of snippy. But um, yeah, and that was a great start to the year. It was a lot of fun just to fly. It was the first time I actually flew on my own. Right. I know you have in the past. You went to Mexico. Yep. All by yourself. We'll get to that too. Oh, you went in 2020 too? No, we're going to get to that with Dobby's clip. We'll talk about it. Oh, whoa. Take it easy. <laughs> Sorry. So that was that So was how did that fun. go, bro? The the trip itself was was great. It was a lot of fun. I don't want to spend too too much. No, no, I know. Getting too many details, unfortunately. This is not a relationship podcast. No, you have to go elsewhere for <laughs> advice. Or... You need to go to Deer Sugar or something if she's still airing those. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> no. Anyway, but you like, you went on your own out. To, not to mention the airplane ride, but not to mention the um going to Vancouver by yourself. Yeah, practically. Well, but with my girlfriend, we went took the. Took a a, but, a bus and a ferry and a, right. an, a couple more buses and but the plane them itself, and, I'm sure, was enough of a travel. I mean, the plane's pretty easy in the sense that you get dropped off. My parents took me to the airport and did then, you have to switch? I can't remember. No, you went. Yeah, it was two planes. You went to Vic- Vancouver and then you had to yeah. fly to the ma- to the island. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, the whole thing was it was a, it was a great trip. Um, unfortunately, the relationship didn't work out. Um, <laughs> She actually came here after that to visit for a few weeks as yeah, well. Right during the lockdown. <laughs> right, which... Pretty much right when the pandemic was about to hit. And yeah. that was a tough time. It, it was, was tough. It was early days um, when things were kind of just, it was almost hard to believe what was happening. It was. But we already had this big plan for her, for yep. her to come. So we didn't want to uh, call that off. We thought, you know, during those times, it's good to have someone and be around someone. So mm-hmm. she did come and looking she back. She kept it, a mask on the whole trip when it, she traveled, right? Pretty much. Well, the way back when she came here, it wasn't really mandatory yet. So she right, didn't. It was still new. It wasn't yet. really enforced yet. In Airlines March. were kind of like, whoa, what the hell do we do? Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was kind of the beginning of the year going out there and then her coming here. And then you she, had a nice day by the beach and by the ocean and everything, right? Yeah. In BC, it was great. We actually did an outlook back in February when we were still in the radio studio. Mm-hmm. We did one talking about my trip out there that you can probably you can find if you look back on the on the rss feed of uh mm-hmm. me there some clips at the ocean and stuff and that was really nice. nice um so what about you what about what do you have thinking about january february march into when the pandemic sort of became a thing whoa yeah, yeah. do you even remember well i as i say in, in another show we've done i didn't travel anywhere this year which is weird for me i usually go somewhere and for at least the last several years i've gone somewhere at least so yeah i mean everything was quite normal january february i did my usual um uh, stream of consciousness saturday um daily writing prompts on my blog in january to get through the month and sort of set the stage for the year and then February came and I turned 26, 36. Shoot. <laughs> you are out of it today. I'm I sad. really am. I'm really in, back in an old time. 36. I'm turning 37 any any month now here. Um, so I'm feeling older, definitely. I really am. It's weird. When I was young, it was easy to say whatever, old, you know, getting old, whatever. But now that I'm approaching 40, it's just weird. Anyway, um, but that was before the lockdown. And I mean, obviously we knew the COVID COVID was out there. Well, we didn't know, but people knew. Somebody know, knew. Somebody know. Somebody know. <laughs> so anyway, it was, you know, weird. I had a book, I had a trip planned um, for June 28th or something. I was supposed to fly to PEI. Oh yeah, that was for Prince an, Edward Island. That was for an Anne of Green Gables event or something. Mm-hmm, that was going to be my first time traveling out east by myself. And I thought, well, there's really cheap flights out there. And I... 
I wanted to go to this um, Lucy Maud Montgomery con- conference every year. Every other year, they have them at the University of PEI, um, where she sort of grew up. And uh, I was looking forward to seeing that in person one year, finally. So I had my ticket booked, like, February 28th. And then the news exploded that uh, we're in lockdown. Yeah, and it's one of those things, I mean, if if that conference had been, you know, just a couple weeks <laughs> later, the mid-March, it might have been close to where you had just flown out there right as things were happening before we kind of knew. You never know, right? So... I kind of said, oh, it's March and there's this thing happening and okay, maybe maybe flights won't be traveling. Maybe right, but nobody I mean, will be traveling booked, in three months. When you booked the flight in February though, sure we knew about we knew about the virus, but I still don't think at that hard. point it was quite clear enough that we really thought yeah. that it would be an issue. Yeah, it was really hard. As we say, we've had a we had a friend heading up, heading to Vietnam right around then and it was right as that it was all happening. So then when is that line where you cut it off and say, no, we're not going to travel. It's not safe. And where did the airline shut down? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And it's, but, it's one of those things you look back and say, oh, we probably shouldn't have done that. At that but time. basically but it was March when everything knew. exploded. And I thought, well, I'll just wait this out and see what April, May and June bring. And of course, nobody knew then. We were all hoping by the summer, by the end of summer, by September, we could get, you know, there was a bunch of benchmarks there. So I thought, well, maybe still in June I can travel. Yeah, well, <laughs> Silly me. Yeah, I mean, once it got into April, I think I started to have a feeling that yeah. it wasn't going to clear up too soon. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Those those few months, to me now, just... Uh, Basically, you know, here in Canada, we had our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, say, go home and stay home. And that's kind of what we did. I mean... For me, I'd had my vi- the visitor coming at that point in March yeah, and April. Yeah, you had so stuff going on. It's kind of a blur for me those months. Like we were in lockdown and it was kind of awkward, but at the same time, I was also distracted with that. So mm-hmm. looking back, it's part of it's a blur. Um, that was right when we were trans- transferring over to doing our radio shows remotely. So I was yeah. recording my music show from home and I could send it into the station. And uh, same with Outlook. We were able to do it at home. I would call Carrie on FaceTime in most cases and you know, record her through my mixer and we'd still did some, a couple outlooks in April, mm-hmm. but then in May we really got back into it. So yeah. And we were still doing half hour outlook episodes at that point. And it was weird going into the station for the first few months, but by March we definitely weren't. Right. Yeah. Since March, <laughs> haven't been there since March. So right. crazy to think it's been almost a year since I've been I in know. the station, a place we were, I was going to twice a week. You were, yeah. going, you were going once a week and I was uh, going twice. So pretty much it's just something that's, it's different, but at least I always try to stay as positive as possible, and at least we can still do that show, and we've been able to, well, right now we're doing this show, so. But yeah, we've still been able to be see each other, and, you know, we are we have a roof over our head and food on our table, and we're luckier than most, many, so I'm grateful. Yeah, I always like to say, you know, I'm, I can, I'm you know, I recognize that not everyone has it as as so easily nice as, as maybe I do and I'm not saying everything's great either it isn't ideal for anyone but mm-hmm. it's harder for some than others and I'm, I'm I'm lucky to have the situation I do but it's you know overall for me this year has been okay all things considered I mean yeah me too there's been tough things like I said oh relationship God, yeah. sucked and then which that stuff does mm-hmm. of course and just there were other things obviously but at the same time you and I are a bit of a loners, a little more. We're easily yeah, it's, occupied with our It's more introverted things. compared to extroverted, I think, where mm-hmm. I'm kind of content being by myself at home, which yeah. in some ways is good, other ways it's not. I mean, No, I, I mean, I, I like human inter- interaction, but I really don't 
mind being by myself. There's plenty I have to do that I don't ever get bored. I yeah, I think it is. There are some people that really, truly really feed struggle. off of the energy from other people. And that's, yeah. I feel, you know, I, I feel really bad for people like that because I think yeah. it must be much must harder. Be hard, yeah. Not to Whereas get that social interaction for that me, they it's, crave. It's not great, but I mean, I could sit in my apartment for three weeks without leaving once and be content. <laughs> and I know that's not good. It's You gotta you barely get out, check your mail. Get some fresh air, Get go for a walk. And yeah. I try to do that more. I need to try to do that more. But um, yeah. overall, I'm kind of content. But Whereas, you have your music to listen to and you're good. Yeah. All those yeah. records behind you on the couch. And music to work on, which we'll get to. At the end oh, of the yeah. year kind of panned out well for that. So yeah, I don't know for the first few months of the year if there's much to talk about or if we want to move well, on to we the moved, summer a bit. We moved on from being in studio to remote and we did pretty well. We moved on from half hour episode every other week or whatever to hour long episodes of Outlook every week. So every Monday morning at 11, we stream live on 94.9 CHRW Radio Western. Yeah, and I we, mean, we, we were doing the show every, every week, not every other, but we were switching. One week we we'd do an hour, yeah. the next week we'd do a half hour. I just wanted to... And eventually we decided, up. and the station sort of said, pick one. <laughs> so we went with an hour because we wanted to do interviews with people and we realized that you can't really get into someone's story under um, 30 minutes. Right. So we moved online, which was not a big deal. Um, you just, you know how to record and then you send them in, so... Yeah, it's that's been working out Great. and the music show for me too has really been... One the one thing this year that always kept me going is music and yeah we all need something to help us get through rough times like a pandemic and you had your radio show which and uh, great. it's one of those things you kind of think wow with a year with a pandemic how how would there be that much mu- new music but in a way there was mm-hmm. tons I mean sometimes it was music that people had recorded right before the pandemic but now with remote stuff where you can send parts back and forth with people there was a lot of albums where that you know a band had recording setups in their own house mm. certain members they'd record a part and they'd send it to someone else they'd add parts it's beautiful it also allowed people to release stuff that they maybe had recorded a year or two ago and just hadn't finished yeah so, i think the pandemic really spurred people on to do things that they might not have as as readily um done before that which is good i think yeah absolutely so um, so yeah i think a lot of creating was done this year which is exciting to me um, some of it we're going to see already now, uh, the fruits of that labor, but some of it we won't see, I think, for, for a while until people feel like it's well, time to release it. So, I also think um, from what from a lot of the podcasts and things that I listen to and the communities I follow with music, yeah. it kind of went both ways. Some people just weren't inspired. Right. I mean, some people really struggled day think, to day. and I think over time, maybe yep. people got more inspired, but I think it, it was, was a, a bit of blow. a blow. It was yeah. a bit of a divide. Some people... Blow. Some people felt motivated to work on music and do things. Other people just yeah. weren't feeling creative or inspired at all just because everything was kind of yeah, depressing. Yeah, I get that. And so I think it went both ways. Um, but I think it's just like always, there's so many people out there, so many creative people that sometimes these situations can also fuel that creativity. Right, so. right now you're you're stuck, but it might spur something on in the future. So. Yeah, so who knows? But we kind of went on to the summer. And in the <laughs> summer, I mean, everyone probably knows that Cases kind of went down a little bit with the virus, yep. and so things relaxed a bit more. Um, I saw a lot of friends outside on my deck. I have a nice back backyard and things, so I was able to see people outside. Um, yeah, you're lucky in that regard. I, my, mm-hmm. I live in an apartment, and I don't have... And no balcony. I don't even have a balcony or a porch or anything, so that was a bit of a, <laughs> a, a blow, as you were saying earlier, <laughs> term that you used. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, certain things, like uh, we talk... We talked on the 2019 Farewell Show about all the, these conventions that we w- we've been going to. Mm-hmm. This year, the, the Canadian Federation of the Blind Convention was just 
canceled. Yeah. When when we started our last, when we did our farewell 2019, you were talking about being I was part on the, of the committee. Yeah. Planning committee. And we were kind of saying, I don't know how it's going to go this year, but we're working <laughs> on it. I wasn't sure we'd go. I would go, but I'm going to plan it, but I might not be there. And uh, it doesn't matter anyways. Things work out the way they should. And and then so, yeah, the basic basically the summer was um, us doing things like attending the National Confederation of the Blind Convention. National Confederation. Confederation. National Federation, Carrie. Oh, I'm thinking of Canada. No, it's the, it's Canadian Federation. There's no confederation anywhere. Yeah, there's confederation in Canada. Yeah, but not the not the, of the blind. No, but I'm just I was thinking of confederation, <laughs> like when we became a country. People people think we're nuts sometimes when they hear us arguing because it's such silly. <laughs> it's silly, yeah. It's like what are you bug? What are you? What are you guys talking bickering about? about? Well, that's siblings for you. But anyway, where was I? <laughs> Um, that there was a national. Threw me off. That there was a national federation yeah. of the blind convention still in the U.S. It was virtual. It was though, virtual. Of course. So we we were hearing about how they were within a few months they made the switch and they kept putting it off, thinking maybe we could still do it. Right, but it got to a point. I forget how yeah. close. I don't know at when least it probably was. Probably a yeah. couple months before. I think in May at oh, some yeah. point, at least if not April, the end of April. That so they then knew. they switched to planning a whole virtual thing, which was incredible because they had virtual before, but not. Obviously, they didn't know we were all being brought broadcast virtually, so they didn't put as much, there wasn't as much focus on that, but um, I was able to attend all the general sessions in t- 2019, but, but 2020, yeah, it was great to see how that thrived um, online only. Yeah, I mean, this was the year where we were really introduced to, to Zoom, especially oh, with that yeah. convention. I hadn't really used Zoom at all before that. I'd heard it mentioned, um, well... I think maybe in the past, but specifically it, this yeah. year, earlier this year. But every time I think of Zoom, I just think, wee, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. But yeah, we're all getting familiar with it. Yeah, so the convention really helped me get familiar with it, and I really began to love it. Just, <laughs> I mean, sure, it's not the same as being in person in some ways, but in other mm-hmm. ways, it's kind of nice being able to be at home. Yep. You can take a quick break. You can, you can, you can mute. You're obviously cheaper. muted, so you can do something else if you're busy, if you have something else to get done, but you can still listen in. Yep. It was pretty neat, and I think now this will result in combinations of both in the future, where they'll have yeah. in-person ones mixed with virtual components as well, or have it both at the same time, which, which is, is kind of neat because not everyone can make it. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of money. Yep. So that was a great a great event. We do have an Outlook episode. We're probably not going to get into too much depth about it on this show. So if you really want to hear more about our experience with the NFB virtual convention, look back into July on the on the podcast feed and you'll find a Outlook where we talk about that. Mm-hmm. But next year, we are planning in 2021 to have a virtual CFB convention now that we <laughs> uh, we recently got Zoom with we CFB. S- we see that it can be done. And yeah, now that we've seen the example of the NFB and theirs, we're hoping to... And lots of other places. Yeah, for sure. So we're hoping to do that here as well. So that'll be great. Um, so for me, that's the main thing from the summer. I don't mm-hmm. know what else in the summer that stood out for you. The summer really flew by, um, for sure. And like you said, things were a bit better, a bit lax with COVID, you know, restrictions. So that was good. Uh, but yeah, that was basically the summer. It flew by. Uh, I did have a about almost two weeks with the disappearance of my cat, Loomis. Oh, that was in the summer, I guess. That was right? in like June slash July. Hmm. It was quite the time. My cat disappeared out the door without me knowing. And then I tried to call him back with his litter and his food and a bunch of other tempting things. And eventually I left my my um, window open one summer night. He just walked back in right by himself. 
Yeah, oh, it's one and of that was after that... him being alo- aloof and hard to catch. And yeah, that was that was kind of <sighs> what a str- that was a bit of a stressful part. Sounded, of the seemed summer. very stressful. Yeah. for you and even just you know me not. It's not it wasn't my cat, but even still, just knowing what you were going through, and it, it well, it was hard because I didn't know where he was. I didn't know if he was still alive. I didn't know if he was hungry. I didn't know if he was lost. I didn't know anything. And it was always, you know, I've been jamming here with my band for years. We only had a few jams early this year, and then a couple in September before things really got bad again. But um, <laughs> it was always, you know, make sure the cat doesn't get out. Yeah. We always made sure, and that's not when it ended up happening. But no. it was always something that we were. You were aware of, of course, and we were, and it just, eventually it was probably going to happen, right? It was inevitable. But then he came back, he just waltzed back in, and he just came, and it took a, a day or two to get back into things, but he became himself again, and Yeah, we thought, so. we thought maybe you were you didn't want to reach out right away, because, well, first he was outside, you didn't know how wild it would have made him, plus, yeah. what if it was a... What if it was a skunk? Or... Well, I don't know. Something just wandered <laughs> back through the window. and Who knows I... what wandered into your house? So I was laying here on my couch one night late, and all of a sudden... I felt this thing hop back up on my thigh, on my leg, on the couch, and then hop back off again. I was like, whoa, I think he's back. And then I heard a few pitiful meows, and I was afraid to approach him at first, but soon soon we warmed up to each other, and we were good for the rest of the summer and into the, into the rest of the year. So that was good. So that was my summer excitement. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else in the summer. <laughs> nothing. I know. Nothing offhand. This year was... It was it was just a weird year all around. So the whole year, every month, it was weird. But yeah, so you know, like just I read a lot about the Spanish flu from 1918, and it was just weird that all of a sudden here we were with this pandemic, and all of a sudden we were hearing words like pandemic, right? And you know, social distancing, which most people prefer to call that physical distancing because we don't like to think of. We don't like huh. to socialize separately as it's much. Interesting. I have never, I never thought about that because I, I still oh, yeah. just always thought people said social distancing. But you're right in the sense that yeah, it still works for me. But a lot right. Of I mean, we're getting very technical. Here, yeah. But but I see splitting the, hairs. Here. I see the point there of like we we still want to be able to be social and you know have these networks like Zoom and FaceTime. Well, and, yeah, that's the pro. It's the wrong approach because yeah, we don't want to we don't want to con- disconnect socially as humans because we really would not do well with that. Right. And that's why we're struggling in this pandemic. Physical distancing makes does make more sense technically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's easier for some people than others to yep. you know some people like I'm very tech savvy, I guess you could say and just not, you know, being content at home and stuff like that and not always need, needing to be outside and out pl- in places. The virtual stuff isn't too hard of a transition for me. Sure, I miss mm-hmm. being around people and I, I see the importance of it. Obviously, I don't think this is ideal, but I'm a little bit more adaptable, whereas I can imagine some people just, if they're not as into technology and this whole thing can just be more overwhelming. They're more bored and they're more restless. It can be very mentally draining and just stressful and can cause a lot of mental health issues. So I just think it's important that we're aware of this Mm -hmm. stuff and I don't quite know what can be done about it. Totally, I don't either. We just need to deal with this, the stigma of mental illness in, yeah, in Canada and in the world. Accepted more. And because, I know over yeah. time it is compared to, you know, even 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. It's, it is more talked yeah. about than it ever was, but it still is stigmatized more than it ever So do we have be, more so. stress with social media and the internet or do we have less? Are we able to connect more connect more and deal with the, deal with the lockdowns but, better because it's 100 years later and we have technology that we well, didn't I think that have does then. help but i also think people that that struggle with a lot of mental health find that 
not being yeah. able to be in person with someone is hard on their mental health. Sure, they have more connections, but they're virtual connections. So in a lot of ways, they don't feel as real. Yeah, and that's ways. the problem. All the distance is really hard. It's just and all the rules being told that you can't do something. As soon as you're told you can't do something, you really want to do it. Yeah, but what really I always try to and miss it. think about and it's it's one of those things you, you know, it's all subjective and everyone has different opinions on it but i just think like you have to you have to um be patient and just understand that this stuff is the world isn't working for you specifically that's the problem yeah we have to kind of follow these to look at the greater sure you're being kind of told what to do but at the same time you have to understand why this yeah. is important to do and you know some people i think i think carrie and i have a certain whoa <laughs> Our Stoker's extra active today. Sometimes I wish he'd calm down a bit for the podcast, but honestly, <gasps> he helps us out so much. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to be mean to him or anything. Let's, exactly. Let's not nitpick. So we'll what just were have you to saying? deal with some of those noises. I don't know. I was kind of losing my train. <laughs> choo choo. Um, you were talking about me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was getting. I was losing my my train as I was talking, but I wanted to stay on the on board, so I kept. <laughs> <laughs> kind of pushing through, but then the stoker came and sort of changed the subject. Well, anyway, we're talking about how difficult this pandemic is. but Yeah, and following the rules and realizing <laughs> that it's for the greater good and not always thinking about ourselves, but we also do have to think about ourselves because... Well, we yeah, we're be, the one. We're the ones we're dealing with we're dealing in the moment. With it. But uh, so. it's, it's, this, is, this is bigger than us. Whatever's going on in the world, this is a big thing and it's involving. And for me, it feels great in a way that to know we're all in the same boat. Like, I know that's not... We're going from trains right. to boats, but you know what I mean. And I guess, I guess, part of what I was trying to get at before my, I lost my train was uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Like you missed the train. Oh, missed your train. Someone's revving outside. <laughs> you might have been able to pick that up on the. Maybe not. The, oh yeah, you will. These mics are good. Anyway, um, it's just the fact that Carrie and I both have kidney failure. Um, we well, we both have had transplants. We're healthy right now, but we are on medication for it. So. We do have a, you know, a lowered immune system and everyone, I always see the articles about how to strengthen your immune system. And mm -hmm. I get that in the sense that, sure, it's important to have a good immune system, be able to fight stuff. But for us, it's not always great to have the, well, the point is really we, strong immune system or yeah. else our bodies will fight the kidneys that we have. We're quite different than most people. Whereas, I know yeah. it's hard for a lot of people to un, be able to relate to this. And yeah. it's tough if you're not going through this to be able to, you know, you want to be empathetic, but you, it's hard to see things from everyone else's point of view all the time. Yeah. It's just, I think that this allows us to think about the virus a little differently than people that are totally healthy and have no I think issues so. to deal with in that regard. Yeah. So for us, we're at a bit of a higher risk. So it just makes it even a little bit harder. Even now with these vaccines that are starting to come out, yeah. there isn't a ton of research for people like us. So they're not totally recommending them right away for us. And we're also kind of the ones that need them. But at the same time, if everyone that is healthy gets them, then... Well, you don't start with the healthy people, but you... You eventually think too. eventually if it gets to the to that point and we're they're still unsure if we should get them if everyone else gets them around us then then we're, we're, we're safe less because risk, yeah. yeah we're still staying in as much as we can because of our health and then when we're around people they've all had the vaccine so we won't catch yeah. it from them so in a roundabout way of what i'm trying to say is just it eliminates the risk and if you are healthy still consider that don't think oh i'm healthy i don't need this i'll never get the virus or if i do it won't be bad you don't know that you might get it and it not be bad, but you but could you give could, it to someone else yes. who is at higher risk and they could... Yeah, we don't want to get too preachy on ketchup on yeah, pancakes, I mean, but at the same time... This is supposed to be time, a year-end show, but at the same time, there was so much going on this year. We can't... This is a big thing in 2020. We can't ignore that and we can't pretend that we don't 
worry and that we don't um yeah we like you said we don't develop a different perspective about it all because we know what hospitals are like we grew up in hospitals at a young age and we know about yeah having a lo- so having a lunar lower immune system that it's funny it's against everything that you always hear about how to strengthen your immune system i mean i think we should strengthen ours just like anyone else but at the same time you know, for this sort of thing, we also we don't want to. Yeah, we take pills to lower. Our we don't want our stuff. immune system to be that low. So that yeah, so it's really weird. It's I mean, to, not low, high. You know, good. We don't want it to be like everyone else's. I think we want it to be a little lower so it doesn't fight off these kidneys, which our bodies are probably used to at this point, but we don't know. Yeah, it's 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 hard to explain. Yes, it's it's a bit of a. Whew, I'm already tired from rigmarole. That. All that talking, I'm just stretching here a bit. Oh boy, how's the beer? It's coming. Farmer in the sky is. Farmer in the sky. Almost out of the sky and into my belly. Listen, I got to talk about this. Clear your throat, would you? <coughs> oh, good. She turned away from the mic because <coughs> it'll clip. Whoa, you came right back to clip it. Sorry, I clipped Actually, it. Actually, I don't think you did. I brought your level down. Okay, a bit, so. cut me out if you want. Listen to that pop. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's my, here's my cup. I had, I had to say this that. That's a cool noise, eh? I can't really toast you because we're far enough apart. Yeah, it's we're hard to toast 2020. We're social distance. Yeah. Or physical distance, I guess I should say. We're socially connected. <laughs> we're socially close. We're very socially distant. close. Um, but I, I can't get through this episode without talking about Donald Trump. I just can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no way I can. Is there, are we going to talk about anything cheery? I mean, I know this was a... I guess what? the end is going to get a little bit... The beginning bit. was cheery. Nice music. Mm-hmm. I guess the end will get cheery again, too, with some family oh, sure. members and some creativity. But um, yep. go on about DT. Go for it. Listen, I don't like to use his name when I can help it. And so we call him you-know-who often. It's a Harry Potter reference. But you-know-who, some people are like, well, just say the damn guy's name. But my point is that he's got his name name said enough. So I'm not going to really say it anymore. But I am just going to say that I would like to scream off the rooftops that he did not win re-election. Uh, most presidents in the last 20 years uh, overwhelmingly have. So yeah, I, mean, I was not sure he would lose I haven't always or been, win. I haven't always been following politics, and I'm really trying to get into it more, especially with advocacy and everything in the CFP. Mm-hmm. Trying to get focusing on that more. But um, yeah, I, I know what you mean in that. Normally you see in the U.S. and even in Canada, um, prime ministers or presidents, you know, running for at least like for two terms. Yep. Not just like Don, one. like Justin Trudeau won um, re-election here in Canada by a, a minority um, government, but still, still he's won. Still yeah. back. So yeah. I'm kind of used to that as well. So mm-hmm. when the election came up in the states, you know, I, I kind of had a feeling he wouldn't win, but I still also knew in the back of my mind he could. Well, you thought he wouldn't win last time, and I he know, did. So. Exactly, and this time it was the same. Where I was, I kind of was pretty sure he wouldn't, but then I was like, "Well, I was wrong last time." So I was maybe pretty I'll be sure this again. time he wouldn't. Whereas last time I thought right. he you would. were more. You were more sure this time he wouldn't than last time. I thought time, that, right? that the pandemic plus um, four years of him running a country reali- made enough people realize that they didn't want him back. Right. But I knew there was still a significant number that would, and they did, and. Um, and that's why it was as close as it was. I really don't know what to say about those people who voted for Donald Trump. I'm a, I'm sorry. Um, we're always talking about how we need to keep these connections going and keep talking to people, no matter whether you believe, agree with them or believe in what they believe. But it's really hard, we've discovered. Yeah, and I think everyone's discovering that, you know, the people on, on that side and trying to connect with that. It's 
it's it's tricky because yeah you don't yeah. the point point is trying to bring people together so you try not to and that's why i mean on social media i read some stuff but i really don't comment well but social, even the, even social the COVID, media is inflaming yeah. even the covid stuff i try not to comment too much because oftentimes mm-hmm. people have their minds made up on what they believe and if they're re- if they're open-minded to change their thinking or at least be a little bit more open than they will be but you can't no. Not that you can't ever say anything, but it's just you go down a rabbit hole if you really start debating people. So you kind of just have to focus your efforts on on what you believe is right, and and that's and trying to be positive is kind of the way I look at it. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, look, I don't, I've never liked that guy, and I don't understand how anybody could think he could run your country. But people vote for who they want to vote for, so. Um, this whole year was ve- very, I was very preoccupied about that um, because I just saw that it's a bigger picture again. It's not just the U.S., which now I'm calling the divided United States, divided states. I'm sorry. Um, you know, it was a big if whether he would get in or not, and we couldn't really safely say he wouldn't. So the year was pretty preoccupied for me, but uh, I'm glad now that I can take a bit of a breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He lost. and. Crazy I don't house. know what's going to happen with all that. You know, things could still flare up, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was visiting Carrie as well when that all went down and it was a crazy few days because it's just, you know, well, everyone knows that it, how long it took yeah. for stuff to come on, uh, out and then eventually it was finally announced. And I know now and there's Donald still Donald Trump even says there's, that, that there's fraud because he was winning and now he lost. Well, that doesn't mean anything. I don't know what more you want them to investigate as far as fraud. If you think there's fraud in America after all the investigations you did, well. I don't know what what more you can do, what more you think's going on, and I suppose, you know, it's weird with history. You don't know about these things, and years later, things come out, and you find out what was really happening in that moment. And so, to look back on twenty twenty, we'll we'll eventually hear might maybe what more or more of what was going on that we weren't aware. Yeah, it's of, just but. it's just crazy how the, all that how that stuff tied in, of course, in twenty twenty. But twenty yeah. twenty was so occupied with the pandemic that it's just yeah. You look when you look back on this year. There's just so many things. I think that mm-hmm. it's hard to imagine in fifteen. Well, years as that from clip now. begins, we start with talking about the wildfires in Australia, and then obviously it just got worse in the news from there. Well, I saw bigger news stories. I'm not always the best at keeping up on the news, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten a little bit better as I've gotten older. And I think it's like anything; it's a it's a healthy balance of not getting too overwhelmed and focusing on things, but also being aware of what's happening in the world. But I saw like a I got a notification on my phone about in some event with the CBC, I think yesterday about talking about some news stories that weren't the pandemic because the pandemic mm. covered so much this year. And well, some people kept, kept saying, is there nothing else we can talk about? This is all you talk about. I'm, I need a break from COVID and so well, fine. It's a tough thing in the sense of <laughs> the pandemic is such big news and it's so yeah. relevant and important and affects everyone. You have to talk about it, but not that it's that I think it shouldn't be talked about, but it is like there must have been a lot of other things that happened this year, and I almost have yes. trouble thinking about what some of them are. <laughs> so it is interesting to think about what was highlighted. I didn't, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't actually check out that CBC mm-hmm. thing, so I don't know of any examples specifically. Um, obviously, okay. We have the main things that took over, but um, some other things obviously did happen in in twenty twenty. Some scary things. A very unfortunate situation out east in Nova Scotia. I think that was back in April. April, so. yeah. The, the biggest mass shooting we've he- had in Canadian history. And again, that's still not much comparatively, but um, yeah, we had a massive shooting in, Al- in in Nova Scotia. So that was bad. Right. Um, 
But yeah, what else? I don't know. There was, there was a, good there was news a giant explosion. Good, good news. news. I know, um, and that's another thing I wanted to quickly just mention is the good news. Damn. A lot of people would say on Facebook or, and I hate constantly talking about Facebook because I know yeah. social media is not everything. There's more than Facebook. Do other things in there. the world and all of this. But in this day and age, it is still a big thing. But um, it's the sort of the thing that a lot of people were saying like, why are, you, why are we always hearing about the bad stuff? What's the good stuff? But the thing about the news is it's, Generally, the good stuff, not that it never gets covered and it shouldn't. It's just, yeah, news isn't really about the good stuff. Generally, news is kind of depressing because it's new. It's it's the big yeah. events that happen in the world. And usually a lot of the big things are kind of bad and scary. Mm. So you can't, you can't just say, you know, why are you always talking about the negative news? They were just talking about the news. And unfortunately, right now, there's a lot of negative stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But what else has been going on? I mean, I've like I said, I've had a pretty good year um, comparatively as far as my own successes. While I was in quarantine, while I was social distance, whatever it might be, um, I had a lot of experiences that I'm glad I had this year. I got some publications under my belt, which is good as a writer. Um, I'm in an, uh, an anthology called O Reader. So if you search O Reader, O-H, then Reader. Um, early on in the year, someone let me know about this and they said they were looking for people to send in their stories about what reading means to them. So I sent in a story about Braille and, uh, it was accepted. So it was in their inaugural edition. Um, so, oh, reader edition, uh, I guess, volume one. So I have that on my counter now and it's always exciting. That's about, I'd say about the third time I've seen my, pr- my writing in print. It's normally online these days, so. Yeah, it's always nice to get published in an actual hard copy magazine. I mean, yeah, both are great, but just there's something about having that physical. It's exciting when I get it in my. I get usually get a contributor copy copy mailed to me, and I get to hold it in my hand. It's exciting, right? And like we talk about that, we're we're both blind. Anyone who's listened to Outlook or you know knows us, you might not if you're just listening now. But we're both blind. Um, but it still doesn't mean that you don't like to have something tangible in your hand right you can... I, I can't be sure that i'm on that page of course someone tells me i am but um yeah it's just nice to have my writing in print so that came out um and of course it was a bit delayed by the pandemic everything i was doing was sort of delayed i had an opportunity possibly brewing with the um, washington post about travel and that sort of fell through obviously anything travel related sort of collapsed this year um but i did that i also had an article about experiencing yoga and pilates um being blind all my life so i wrote about that for this on um, this website called pill pack <laughs> well uh, something we've dealt with with all our pills yeah we, too, we so take a lot of pills every day and every morning and every night item. so that works um yeah i mean i guess i would say i also had a few speaking gigs which was great this year speaking about fear which is a big one in the pandemic i know a lot of people are afraid of of what's to come including me but i try not to let that rule my life you know um what else what have you been up to this year anything else um I'm trying to think i mean earlier in the year i mean we'll yeah get to the, I know. the end of the year seemed busier to me so yeah the last last two or three months were quite quite busy with events um Mm -hmm. i guess before that i have more to say but i just wanted to give you yeah well like i said the summer was kind of a bit of a blur me looking back i think it was a bit of a overall i think just with cases going down and stuff i think i was a little bit more relaxed overall um there wasn't a ton that happened it was just kind of more subtle a subtle Mm. time of 
just chilling out. Um, just one waiting thing I, to see what pro- progresses. Yeah. I mean, at the end of June, I did do a quick talk at the W. Ross School over Zoom. That's a school in Brantford, mm. Ontario for the blind. Um, I was asked to speak to the music class about my experience in music industry arts at Fanshawe in London. So that was kind of interesting just to take some time to ref- like look back on my time in the program and right. talk to some some students that were looking into going into that program and just give them an idea of what it was like. So that was a cool experience. Um, hmm. Other than that, in the summer, well, we played some Trusty Fox at the beginning, one of the bands I'm in. We also got some gigs in the summer through London Arts. Once the cases were a bit lower and being outdoors was is obviously safer than indoors. We right. had got a few paid gigs with that. So that was a nice little bonus in the summer. Um, other than that, I mean, I went... Like you said, like I said, being outside was a bit more acceptable. So I went to a couple bonfires at Friends in July mm-hmm. and then one in September. That was just nice to get outside a little bit. I had been inside yeah. more than I should have throughout the yeah, year. Yeah, and so. people definitely enjoyed the summer, knowing that the winter would probably be difficult again and they should probably get out while they can. Although Canada here, we love our outdoor times also. Um, but yeah, for me, it was more um, throughout the year, I started developing a bit of a a business in the sensitivity reading field, which not everybody's familiar with what that is. Um, first of all, with Zoom, I started with a lot of Zoom concerts. I went to Sarah Sleen, which is a concert here, a performer here in Canada. She did. She discovered she could do a lot online, and um, people were loving her concerts. I was able to sit here on my living room couch, pay much less than I normally do for a ticket, and still get to log on to the whatever platform she used there in the um, winter. I think it was through Zoom, but maybe it was through some other company. I don't know. Right. Same idea, though, I guess. Yeah, just having the virtual come to you. different virtual. Sit on your couch. And and again, this is just trying to be positive about mm-hmm. what we're in. Well, and, I mean, there was a lot of great things that I did this year. Like, Yeah, like, we're, we're listing off quite a few things. Yeah, but. like, I mean, for Zoom, as far as Zoom, I did, I did um, some literary readings. I mean, I wasn't reading. I was there just attending. Um, I did this thing called Anademic. Um, through the spring, which um, was started by a band here in um, Eastern Canada called, um, what are they called? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry, I blanked out. What are they called? Was that Jellyman's Daughter? No. <laughs> that was another the band Audis. that we, we saw back in the day, but I don't think they're from Canada. The Audis band. T-A-T-E-P. <laughs> you might want to cut this out, Brian. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. What are they called? <laughs> T-E-P. I don't have to cut it out. This is just us chilling out. I know, but everyone, tell me. Everyone's forgetful. I was afraid. I was hoping you'd know them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't the know. The East Pointers. I don't know what you it. know. See, if you just got to take them. I just need to think about it. The East Pointers, which is a good name for um, maritime musicians here in Canada. Mm, but anyway. Smell they, that chili. Yeah, it smells nice in here. There's a fire and there's a chili cooking and... Sorry to interrupt. It's winter. Anyway, um, Anademic. So that's a play on Pandemic, of course, but it was um, Anna Green Gables, which is a Canadian thing, but lots of people know of it. So this is a band from out east who decided they couldn't tour anymore. And we did see them live, you and me and your friend Matt once. That was a good time. Yeah, back in the pre-pandemic days. Pre-pandemic days. See but, them live. Um, but yeah, they, they were trying to think of something to do to just get everybody's spirits up a little. So they started doing this thing where they would read a chapter from Anna Green Gables because it was a sort of a iconic 
story from out where they're from. So they would read a chapter of that. At first it was every night on their Facebook page. They do a Facebook Live. And um, within the first, they finished the first book and they actually got um, Megan Follows, who plays Anna Green Gables in the miniseries from the 80s, which many people are familiar. They actually got her to read one of the final chapters. So they were getting celebrities to read and different, you know, people in the arts um, to be able to do a live expression expressive reading of the story you know so it was interesting to hear the different um band members from that group who would take turns every week reading a chapter and they would they would bring in their families obviously every everything that happened this year through zoom we got to sort of get a bit of a glimpse into people's lives that we might not have with celebrity interviews for talk shows everything became zoom oriented but as far as as far as anademic uh i really liked it it really sort of spruced up my spring you know Oh, going back to the spring now. Well, we're still in the spring slash summer. Hmm. That, we're in that was one of the main things. No, we're, we're still in the talking about my bonfire in September. Eh, we didn't quite get there. I did. Uh, did you? That was a lot of <laughs> spring slash summer stuff. I love cutting you off like that. <laughs> you were bringing me down here. An- Anademic cheered me I'm up through the spring. I'm sorry. And through most of the summer. And the- Anyway, they ended up reading up till, what is it, book four? Don't ask me. Anna Green Gables, Anna of Avonlea, Anna of the Island. Anna of the... I don't know. They might have gotten to two, three books, I think. And then they finally moved to once... Eventually, they moved to once a week every Friday because they couldn't keep it up every night. Yeah. You know, these guys are, these guys have families, young children, and... Well, that was a lot of the pandemic, too. I've noticed in the beginning, yeah. there was some podcasts I like where the one guy was doing them every day for the first few weeks because that was a very big shock at first. We're isolated. Let's do whatever we can to stay motivated and keep something going. But then, you know, a month or two in, you kind of, it is a lot. Get and a you kind of do back off a bit. But, yeah. you know, it is good that it did help people to stay distracted and keep motivated and do things mm-hmm. like you're talking about with the East Pointers and the, and Lucy, Lucy Maud Montgomery <laughs> stories and. Mm-hmm. And eventually they be, they get they took a break so they could regroup. But they've started a separate one here since during Christmas. They did, they read a they did a live read of the Christmas Carol, which I didn't get a chance to tune in on. But I think they're I think if you go to the um their Facebook page, the East Pointers on Facebook, you can see well, all of the episodes. That's the thing too about the everything being virtual is a lot of times it's easier to record things and have things available after the fact mm-hmm. if you miss out in the moment and when there's so much stuff to cover. Another thing that really got me through a lot of the year was Jan Arden. She's a singer here in Canada. I'm not sure if she's that familiar in other places, but she's pretty big here in Canada and she's always been a big part of my life. So she started doing these walks that I don't know if they were daily, but they would... It was nicer weather, obviously, back in the spring and summer. And so she would go for a walk in, um, sort of in her backyard, I guess you'd say, in, in Alberta, where she lives. Um, she would walk, and she's in these remote areas where there's not a lot going on. But you hear the birds, and you hear her, her shoes on the gravel. And she would always take her little dog, Mitty, with her and talk to the dog and talk to us <laughs> listening on Facebook Live. It, it was She's just a very an- interesting lady. So it, it always made for fun times and she would always do these things where she would cheer us up by saying inspirational things you know like you know we're going to get stronger from this and this is times like this challenge humanity and we're all going to come together and it's going to be okay and we're going to do better afterwards and a whole bunch of stuff but it was just really comforting to hear her times in nature and yeah I mean I think for me still like like always in my life but I think the main thing that really kept me going is is music and my music show doing that once a week and just like I'd mentioned earlier 
still tons of great new music being released this year. And I think even being at home more a little bit and not going out as much, I even discovered more than I ever have. I have around 6,000 songs on a playlist from this year. A whole bunch of new albums came in, came out and just wow. constantly keeping up on new music. And that um, another thing, just a quick mention, is being blind, you know, with the pandemic, a lot more stuff being delivered has been mm -hmm. a little bit of a benefit. Like records, for example, I've been able to go on to Discogs, which is a big catalog of releases. A lot of stores have been putting up a selection from their inventory on Discogs, so I can sit in my own home, look through what all these new either new records or some used records that they recently got in stock. I can look through them all and then I can call up, place an order and they deliver them right to my door. Um, so that's been, that was pretty amazing for me. Just, I did get, you know, I think over a dozen records this year, mostly hmm. older albums used, but a, a couple new ones, uh, well, one new one, I guess, um, on a Bandcamp Friday, first Friday of every month, uh, this service Bandcamp was donating all the money to the artists. Instead mm -hmm. of taking a portion. I remember you announcing that on yeah, your show. Yeah, I talked about that week. a lot on my show, first Friday of every month, really trying to promote music because the arts are so important uh, always, but they especially are. in these times. Yep, and that's what we've been learning with the, these pointers and with Anne, you know, with Anne and with Jan and with everything I've been For just me, talking the, about. the band E, um, this album actually came out back in March, sort of right before everything hit, but the... E. They had a song on it called Contagion Model, and it was very timely. It's kind of scary. It came, it was recorded before all of this, but it's, it, I mean, some of the parts, they were talking about a lab and stuff like that. I don't know about all that, but uh, just the whole thing about a virus being contagious is the theme of this song. And it's just, mm -hmm. in a way, it's kind of scary, but it also sort of hit home and it was, it's oh, a great yeah. record. So on one of the Bandcamp Fridays, I went on there to their Bandcamp and they actually posted that they had a few more copies left. And I think there were six left at the time. And I, I snagged that right up and it came very quickly right in the mail and it was just nice to get some new music and that was the kind of thing that really kept me going through most of the months up until the last mm -hmm. couple of months which we'll get into here coming up about making some new music which is mm -hmm. also great to have some new music out so yeah no I know music gets you through a lot most of life so that's good you had that because we all need something and uh, for me it was a bunch of things but so we're coming up on about 70 minutes deep here oh, been God. doing a lot of talking we have a few more things to get to on so, the episode. It's, I was trying to keep it lighter, but we got some more sad know, moments coming in 2020. I know. It's Ooh, crazy. Yay. 2020. And it's one of these things, too, about with Outlook, like we said, we used to do a half hour a week. We expanded it to an hour. Mm -hmm. um, but this podcast is nice because, sure, we don't want to go on too long. But at the same time, <laughs> it's nice to have a free... We have things we're trying to tell you about our year. ...time that we, you know, we can... We don't have a time limit, per se. And, and for, I, you know, there's some podcasts, I mean... I want to just quickly mention one called Crash and Ride that oh. was started last year in 2019, but um, it's, a good it's, name. it's based out of Athens, Georgia. The host is someone named Patrick Ferguson. But um, I like to give a few drops and a few yeah. references on if our If you look show up Crash and Ride, things. it started last year, but it, it's interviews with, it focuses on musicians, but it's other people in the mm. arts too sometimes. But it focuses specifically on mental health. Um, wow. I mean, they talk about other things too, but they're very long. Some of them this year, I think some of them were up, Sometimes he divided them into two parts. Sometimes it was one long one, but some of them were up, upwards of three hours. Ooh. But it was just such a personal one-on-one -on -one conversation with with musicians about their struggles as well as their their high points. It wasn't mm -hmm. all negative, but it just it's really trying to make people more comfortable about talking about these serious mental health issues. And it's just interesting mm -hmm. how it started last year, but really became relevant this year with the pandemic and just things like that. You know, to have this real in-depth personal conversation with these musicians that I loved and some that I hadn't heard of was was really great. Um, so just so many things out there 
And I think that's just comparable to this podcast where we're doing this for for everyone and we hope people are listening and still listening after an hour and 10 minutes here, but mm. we're also doing it for us, I think, just to get this stuff off of our chests and just really yeah. look back on the year. And, and Well, uh, you and I have done um, audio all our lives together. We've recorded sound effects all, for as long as I can remember instead of, you know, not a lot of kids take pictures, but you know what I mean? Like capturing a lot of your memories and photos. We don't have that because we're blind. So we, <laughs> if I didn't mention that earlier. So um, we like audio. And so it's good to have these yearly check-ins about what's going on. And, and like I said, as a writer, I like to keep journals and to keep track of things. And this is going to be mem- remembered in history for for years and years and for <laughs> decades yeah. and millennia to come. So Especially this year. I mean, I think I checked when we listened back to 2019's farewell episode. I think it was about 68 minutes. So we're already over yeah. that. But I just think... This year in particular, it makes sense that we're kind of extra chatty and we have yeah. a lot to say. We're cataloging the, the moment, the time in so history. Much. Yeah. yeah, it's a historical. But I'll get back to the worst, the rest of my year, good and bad after. Let's, But let's start with one other thing that did happen. Um, right around the end of summer, right? I lost my, my beloved dog, Dobby. Yeah. So I guess maybe, maybe we should just start by remembering Dobby. Do you want to yeah. take Show that little... Us Let's give us a, a glimpse into the Dobby of five years ago. Well, four years ago, technically. It was the end of mm. 2016. Wow, well, close enough. Whatever. Um, and this is just it. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff <laughs> that we were noticing common threads in 2016. And we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. touch on another one later on with our cassette clip of the week. Um, and you mentioned sort of, uh, I'll just say DT right now. <laughs> um, being elected at the end of 2016. So it is interesting to no, kind of look. No, not elected. Oh, take it easy. I don't know. <laughs> Kicked out. No, at the end, of, I said 2016. Oh, okay. Listen, listen up there, <laughs> Buster. I'm already back in 2020. <laughs> did you just call me Buster? I did. I don't know why. I've never called you that before. Oh. I always think that word's funny. But Pop. Yeah. All right. Well, while the fire, fire snaps here, we're going to go back four years ago and listen to Carrie's lovely dog, Dobby. The thing about the Christmas I find, which is neat, to a point, you're still in your mind, but whoa, there's clipping there, but he had to be in this. Could cut it out. But. I like the growling. Slim growl for a second. Dobby, stand up a little. Yeah, if I stand up, he might. Don't step all the way. There's a, there's a bear in here, I think. <laughs> a bear was summoned by the f- warmth of the fire, the glow of the fire came. Came searching for it. Searching um, what was I saying before that I had something? Oh. The end of the year. Uh, yeah. That was sad. Yeah. A little bit of a silence You want to take it from here for a minute? To remember Dobby. So the end of the year, as that clip ended, was, like we mentioned earlier, was a busy end of the year in a way, but it was also a sad last few months. Um, but that clip was great there that we showed from 2016, our first yeah. By the Fireside chat. With Outlook? Yeah, it's crazy. That was the first first one. And I don't think I mentioned this. Is, this is the fifth. Well, you said it was the fifth year of our show coming up. So mm-hmm. this is also our fifth fireside chat today. And uh, right. it's interesting to go back to the first one. And Dobby was down. That's when we were recording in your basement. Mm-hmm. We were also just using one microphone. I didn't have the second one then. And yeah, you heard all of Dobby's different sounds there. You heard a bark. You heard a shake. I like a how growl. you... 
I like how you said, yeah, you're going to growl. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you said it, he didn't. And there was like a silence. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get him. I was hoping he would. And then yeah. he like, oh, you should stand up. Usually and when you'd stand up, that that's would That's the get thing, the yeah, barking. here... Especially upstairs, if I'd stand up. I mean, we weren't downstairs with him a ton. Mm -hmm. He didn't really... Well, you didn't go downstairs that much. He was much, kind of out of his element down there. Yeah, I mean... Up here, he was master Yeah, of we were domain. just sitting both down there, sharing one microphone at the time, recording this show, and... Something made him bark. He was a little confused. I don't know what, yeah, exactly at that moment made him bark, but mm -hmm. uh, it was just funny that we had that clip of him from this exact show, Ketchup on Pancakes. Right. And that we were able to share it, um... But yeah. yeah, it's very sad. Sad stuff. As I was as I was talking about earlier, um, I brought up my animals. But yeah, I had a cat and a dog, both literary themed, Harry Potter themed, and 2020 saw the end of both of them. Yeah, rest in so peace. So that's sad. Yeah. So I mean, Loomis was missing all summer, and then he came back, miraculously walked yeah. into my life again. And then within a within this after the summer, um, Dobby started sh showing some symptoms. And he was almost 13, so he was getting old, right? Like, I knew that was coming. I was expecting Right, that. I mean, it was, it sucks it for anyone to lose an animal, no matter what age. But at the same time, yeah. I mean, Dobby was getting a bit older. It wasn't totally out of the blue mm -hmm. that it happened. Um, but yeah, he just started peeing a lot more, and it wasn't, it wasn't healthy. We could tell it was, we, we guessed he was, he was diabetic. And, you know, he was close to the end of, the, end of his life, obviously, clearly. And within a couple weeks, before I could get him in, when I could, by the time I could get him in to see a, an a vet, a vet, emergency vet, and all this stuff, right? Like, it was crazy. But um, they basically told me that, you know, it didn't make sense to keep him living through all of what he was about to go through. So we, I, it was my first time um, making that decision to put an animal to sleep, which was the hard, hard thing to do, right? With my guide dog, I didn't have to make that decision. Yeah, I mean, so. I don't want to say we were lucky, but with we both spared, of our guide dogs, yeah, okay. spared. That's a better way. You're the writer, you know the best terms. But yeah, it's those those situations. They they were at home at the time, and it kind of happened. Whereas, this yeah. Was, I can't imagine what that's been. That would have been like. I've never had to do that. Well, I had Dobby through most of my adult years, right? Like I got him in 1998 whoa 1998 oh 2008 <laughs> carries a little off with the dates this time yeah, i got crushed in 1998 my guide right dog. you're thinking about your old your guide dog yeah so i mean that was the last major death of an animal i had um so then dobby was expected but you know yeah because crush passed away just soon before you got dobby i think right right like soon eight, after i moved old. into the house i'm in here yeah and that's a, at the point at that point actually i was living here as well with carrie before i moved back to toronto and then london so yeah. i was here when she got dobby which is crazy even just for me thinking back in my life yeah it was a year after my guide dog died and i wanted some companionship from an animal I, so I, I got myself a lap dog and and dobby was his name oh as they say <laughs> Um, D-O-B-B-Y <laughs> Exactly It works uh, It works for a kid's song yeah. So yeah my fi Everybody I mean not everybody loved him Dobby was annoying at well, times Like we said Most the, people or, he was You know that clip Illustrates him well I mean there wasn't a ton of It was one bark in there mm -hmm. But uh, it still showed that He was a really barky dog We don't We didn't have a clip there Of his full out bark outrages But He was very territorial And very possessive of me So very protect protective So he would bark at anybody Even if he knew them didn't matter. People were offended by that, and it had nothing to do with you. Yeah, and every week we'd come to jam with my band, and 
he'd just be barking like crazy with us coming ooh, in ooh, and ooh, out. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sometimes you'd send him to our parents to take care of for those days yeah, just yeah. to calm things down a bit. And I appreciate it all that our parents did to help yeah. me with Dobby. When they I helped out it. and our sister helped out quite a bit too. And Yep. Family loved him. Our, so, niece, our nephews and nieces loved him. And that was that was back in October, was it? So that was September. Oh, September. See, again, uh, it's tough to keep track of every yeah. month. But Anyway, we wanted to have a clip on this this year's um, By the Fireside chat just to remind yeah, us of Yeah, so we're, we're looking back. We had a clip from last year's Fireside and then back in 2016 with Dobby. Right. And then, like you said, unfortunately, the cat came back, but then... Yeah, within a couple... That was more of a bit of a Within a couple shock. months, there was a shock. My cat started acting unwell, and before I could get a chance to see him, get him seen properly by vets and assessed, um, he his symptoms ramped up, so I thought, well, I should take him, I could get him checked, and by that point, he wasn't eating, and he was going downhill. And that was such a surprise. He was half the age of my dog. He was still young, young enough, and uh, he just happened to have a, a fluke heart condition or whatever that was um and yeah he just he was critical before we could do anything and then at that point there was no point in making him suffer more through that so so i lost both my animals this year and the house is a little quieter um i expect something to be at my heels when i move every yeah, every like day you, and i don't get that so like you said earlier me coming to visit and getting up would usually set the dog off or, mm -hmm. but with the cat you know it was closing the room door that i normally sleep in when i'm right. here in the spare bedroom closing my bedroom door to keep him out right there's just hair, certain things cat hair everywhere i don't have to deal with that anymore it's hard when you can't see to know where there's cat hair on on your clothes when you go out but i didn't really care about that that wasn't really anything loomis was a very good comfort for me he was very good his purring was very soothing with my chronic pain I could s lay on my couch here and he would cuddle sort of it against my leg and purr and yeah, you know, just a bunch when, of things. When you sent the text that day that he wasn't doing, that something was up and you had to take him in, I just was like, what? Like, what? I, couldn't, I couldn't quite believe it. And what? It's so, still kind of hard to believe. So yep. this year, like we say, is just totally out of the blue on our Mixed last. Mixed bag, as we say. Yeah, on our last, that's a big term that we use on Outlook and. For certain episodes where we just talk about a bunch of stuff, but this year really was a mixed bag. I mean, just mm -hmm. so many emotions, ups and downs, and and uh, a lot of downs. But there were a few ups as well, which is important. There sure were, including um, my sensitivity reading, which I've been doing. Yeah, and I just wanted to say too, I'm tapping my cup again here. I grabbed a new beer when we were remembering Dobby and Loomis there, so I wanted to just mm -hmm. have a. Well, I can't really toast you because you're, you're far enough away. But cheers to Dobby and Loomis. I've cracked a juice box, hazy IPA made by Sons of Kent. <laughs> no sponsors here or anything. I just like to, yeah. I just like these crazy beer names. I this mean, this is I'm not, not a, a cooking podcast, and this is not a beer podcast. No. I, I like different beers. I'm also not a super beer enthusiast. I don't go crazy with it, but I also like to try different ones. You don't so. have that app checking your beers. No. I just think the names are interesting and the different types you can get. And this is an, another IPA, so. It's a pretty good one. Oh, the cho the pecan pie one the other night was delicious. Hmm. Yeah, those uh, those winter wintery seasonal beers, the porters and stouts, mm -hmm. are usually pretty good around this time of year. But this is an IPA, more of a more of a summer beer almost. It's more citrus, but still yeah. still kind of refreshing and nice. But yeah, you were you were saying quickly about your sensitivity reading, something a little yeah. more unique and positive, I guess. A yeah, good I'm impact hoping on the. On the cultures and I'm, I'm hoping for 2021 that it's something 
right. maybe could expand from could what be, it was this yeah, year. More opportunities. So it started with a um, introduction to some sensitivity readers, which for those of you who aren't familiar as a writer, <clears throat> someone who loves literature, um, sensitivity reading is becoming the new thing as we become more woke, as they say. And I know people consider it PC, but really as, as advocates, we, we really believe in conclusivity and inclusivity and diversity so um i what i do is i basically read things that are <clears throat> about blindness clear it I, out and i give my thoughts on on that and my experience as a blind person so i got in touch with touch with a publisher in toronto could called kids can press and uh, they were looking for someone to do a sensitivity read for a children's book they're putting out in 2021 assuming everything goes to plan and they were looking for someone to read it and give their thoughts, someone who's blind and who knows what it's like to be blind. And whoa. Whoa. Thanks, Stoker. <laughs> it's getting a little chilly in here, so it's nice the Stoker just stepped in here and really <laughs> got the fire cracking. I guess he heard that we were cold, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your sensitivity read, but that's really going. Yeah. Thanks for interrupting me, Stoker. I was busy <laughs> talking about uh, Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I, I did that for them, and their book is coming out in 2021 called My City Speaks, which I thought was a good title. And then I got another opportunity after that. Um, so I'm hoping to continue that trend in 2021. I'm hoping to use them as references and get some clients and, and get them to see. You know, it has to start with somebody writing or doing something about involving a character who's blind or somebody who's blind and then they then they want your opinion on to make sure they don't get anything wrong right so well it is important i mean there's a there's also sometimes a lot of talk with people saying oh these days everyone's too sensitive and mm -hmm. you know they're too offended and all this but really i mean it's it's just to change society's per a perception on a lot of things and deal with it it's a changing time and it's important to change why would you want things to uh, be the way they used to be and people say making things you know going Greater, back and making change and all this or i mean you know the whole idea of making things great and all this but like they used to be like that just doesn't make any sense to me it's it's easy to sit here and say oh things used to be great but they weren't. I think you're just idealizing those days. Yeah, it's, it's easy to think time. back and think things were great, but if you were actually living through it, they mm -hmm. weren't. They weren't really that great. So these things are very important, and it's good to have good representations and positive representations about these things. And it does. I mean, I don't want a bunch of literature and a bunch of media portrayals put there's out already there. Enough about of the, there's already enough of those so from wrong. the past that yeah. you know, I'm not. I'm not Mr. Magoo. <laughs> I don't know enough about that. But that was like a comic strip, strippers, or some sort of skits back in the day that used to be about this man who was considered blind, and so he was bumbling everywhere, and he bumped into things and tripped, and it was Mr. Oh, Magoo. Yeah. Oh, he made a mistake again because the blind people are clumsy. Yeah, right? like that was fifty years ago, I think. Something not, like that. I'm so, not quite the type that's like, oh, we have to no, ban all the history. Like it's still important to be aware, and we can't. Yeah, prevent but everything. But what we really can do is in newer stuff, like the, st the stuff that in, you know, 50, 100 years from now will be looked back on mm -hmm. from the from the 21st century. We want that stuff to change things so that you can say, oh, in the 20th century, in the 19th right. century, this was happening. But, but not people in the evolved and they yeah. and they expanded their minds and opened their minds to different perspectives and things changed. Mm -hmm. So I think it's all important for history. And this is a great, great change. So I thought that's really great that you're getting involved in. Yeah, I mean, and I continued the finished off the year with a, a fiction workshop and um, trying to get back into violin again. So I'm really trying to get into things that um, brought meaning to me before this pandemic, this crazy year. 
Um, but um, and it all ties into change. Like yeah. you know, you mentioned on last on the farewell 2019. I think you'd mentioned how your your violin teacher had moved on, and mm-hmm. you know that you you weren't taking violin at the time, but you hope to pick it back up, and you have. And I mean, it's change for everyone is tough. Nobody think nobody finds it easy to 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 make no. change and do things differently. You and I aren't saying to. that change is easy. We're just no. saying it's necessary. It's more, yeah, exactly. It's necessary to evolve. And mm-hmm. why would you want to be the same that you were five, ten years ago? It's all about right, but anyway, we'll see how that violin goes. But yeah, um, we did know. we did get into some other musical projects. Yeah, so maybe maybe to um, lighten the mood or at least change change things up a bit. We'll talk a little bit more about music before we wrap things up with our mm-hmm. clip of the week. Um, well, it's been more at this point. It's a clip of the year, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, music for me really picked up the last couple months. I'd already talked about listening to music and discovering other music but my own personal music really amped up the last few months in 2020 so the band i played in uh called Riker, which i'm still in but it was on hiatus because our singer and guitarist moved to toronto and you've been many in many bands over the years and that was one of the latest ones yeah and it's the one that i really felt like was the most kind of developed and had the most mm-hmm. structured songs and was really yeah. had had the most I don't want to say the most potential because who knows these days there's so much music. But yeah, you don't know what's going to take it hold. Just, and... Overall, it just felt the most kind of complete and fleshed out and very, mm-hmm. I, was, I was very happy with it in many ways. So, you know, back in 2016, we started recording here. Again, this is a 2016 reference, which we're talking a lot about how yeah, four apparently. years ago was so relevant eventually within a few days it'll be five basically five years back. i know it's right now it's still technically a lot of this four. stuff is the end end of 2016 so mm-hmm. technically is four years but i know what you mean we're entering the fifth year soon here in a few days but um mm-hmm. in 2016 we jammed here a lot this band Riker that i that i play in and we recorded finally got around to recording seven songs but we recorded drums here in your basement at the end of 2016 we thought we were cold now wait yeah we shut the heat then. off well, I don't think we had the Stoker then down no, in the basement. No, so. Stoker wasn't around. It was pretty cold, I remember. It was cold in here. At the mixing board. and I was away for most of it, but I showed up and you'd had my heat off for hours and days <laughs> and you were recording your drums. Yeah, we need quiet heat so we can still do our audio projects and not shut the heat off. There's I mean, a... my, my heat at home is electric, so it is pretty quiet, but it's darn mm-hmm. expensive. So mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, something that's noisier is uh, is cheaper. Anyhow. We, yeah, we recorded the drums at the end of 2016 for Riker, and then it kind of stuff kind of sat on a hard drive. We did we did add more parts slowly after that. The drums are always the big one to get done because mm-hmm. you have to have the right space, keep the beat. It takes the most microphones. It's it's just such a process. Everything else you can kind of do on your own time, which in some ways is good, but in other ways it allows you to delay it a bit more. Whereas the drums, you have everything set up, so you want to get them done as quickly as possible. So we got all the drums done in two days in your basement in 2016. And then since then, we recorded in a whole bunch of different locations. The bass guitar, the other guitars, the vocals. They were recorded in, you know, my apartment, my friend's apartment when he lived across the road before he moved to Toronto. Mm-hmm. The school, when we still were in the music industry arts program, we used the studios there. Mm-hmm. Toronto, a couple of different places, just so many spots it was recorded. Not in, a, not in one professional studio, which, you know, these days you can do things anywhere pretty much for recording. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a, most of it done within a year or so by the in 2017 but it kind of sat on a hard drive and then like i said this pandemic sort of inspired people to finish things up 
So back in October, our drummer, who had been waiting, you know, years, he got had his parts done in 2016. Yeah, it's so frustrating when you're the one who gets everything done you go and then first. you're waiting for everyone else. You're waiting for everyone else. But it was a lot of work because we also had to, Oh yeah. as audio engineers, we had to mix everything and e- or edit everything first mm-hmm. and then mix everything and finish recording all of our guitars and vocals and everything. Great. But uh, we had most of it done besides my darn guitar. And I guess the singer who lived in Toronto still had to finish his vocals and guitar, but he was super motivated. Brian's a procrastinator. Yeah. Anyone who knows me <laughs> knows I tend to leave things to the last minute and oh, yeah. procrastinate. But finally, I got it done as well. Um, so we got everything done. Back in October, actually, our drummer sent us out a message and was just like, I want to hear a Riker song. Like, I need something to cheer me up. This year's been crazy. I need something. So that inspired me right in the moment. I was like, you know what? I have these sessions on my hard drive. I'm going to do a quick mix. I opened up a song, did that, sent it out, and that just got the ball rolling. And uh, Got your attention back to it. Yeah, really got everyone interested just hearing that. And then uh, the member from Toronto just took it up on himself and... And he has some studio that he works in now, right? So. Yeah, he does. It's more audio post. It's more mm-hmm. audio for, for film and... Uh, Stuff like that, audio books, they do a bit of, but not so much music per se, but still you have a studio, you have all the good quality equipment. Mm -hmm. So that really inspired him to just take it on board and finish his parts that he hadn't done yet and start mixing. And then that inspired me, the very final, me procrastinating the final week, I got my one guitar song I had to finish. And we finally got it all done, did a ton of mixing back and forth, you know, we don't have to be in the same location for him to send me a mix, me, give me, give him some suggestions on what to adjust. We were even able to share a session remotely and hear the audio at the same time the one night and do it. That was kind of fun, working fun. together in separate locations and trying a few ideas for the mix. And then I think we went through like at least five different mixes for all the songs. It's such a process, anyone oh, who's yeah. done any of this. But finally on December the 18th, we released our EP, Four Years in the Works. It's now available on Bandcamp. If you go to Riker Music, that's R-I-K-E-R, music.bandcamp.com. It's not Riker dot, it's just Riker Music? Yeah, it's rikermusic.bandcamp.com. I thought I saw it differently. To throw an HTTP in there or a www (laughs) um, to find it. But uh, the EP is called Descending, which is also a title track. Are you going to find it, Stoker? Think the Stoker will listen to your EP? I don't know. The Stoker's very silent. I've never haven't really communicated with him. Besides, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what his interests are. <laughs> I've congratulated him on his good job helping us stay warm. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm sure he appreciates that. And stoking, but, but I think I don't think he's really into music. I don't know stoker. if he has a life beyond stoking. <laughs> no, I think that's kind of his main priority and his main occupation. <laughs> oh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for commenting so on it, those. That's nice to do. <laughs> But yeah, if so you go that to, was released. Yeah. yeah, if you go to rikermusic.bandcamp.com, we'll have it on all streaming services next year. Mm. I'm just super proud of it. I'm glad that we finally have it out in the world. That was the big thing, was just to finally have music out. These days... Da, 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 da. Oh, that sounded kind of creepy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My voice is kind of... Yeah, cr- your voice is kind of hoarse. Kind of hoarse and croaky. <laughs> I'm no Tom, We've so. done a lot of talking. We have. I would say. But, um... 
Yeah, so it's finally out. So that's great. After years and years of seeing something developed, it's yeah, nice and you, to see it out. like you say, or like I said, I guess, as <laughs> playing in your basement, you heard these songs a yeah, lot. Yeah, I heard the them a lot. So it must be but interesting the, for the you. The titles of the songs have changed since then. Yeah, they've evolved. You know, some of them started out as instrumentals, and then we had found this vocalist from my music industry arts, the program I was taking at Fanshawe, and had him involved. And once you get lyrics in there, it makes <laughs> for more ideas for titles. And yeah. Um, Riker itself is a Star Trek reference. I'm not really familiar with Star Trek myself. Me but, neither. Um, our singer, guitarist that I've been talking about, and our drummer are both Star Trek fans. So that, you know, it was close really? enough, made sen- enough sense to them. And I just like the name Riker. It's a one word name. Mm-hmm. I like those bands that are just a That's quick name. That's why I like Outlook. I know it's a generic word more than Riker. Riker is a little more unique, but um, it's good to have a one-word thing. It it gets people. But I tried to go to. Better. I did try to go to Riker.bandcamp.com, and someone else has it. There's no music up there though, but someone else already has that page, so I don't know. <laughs> what are they doing with it? I don't quite know, but. Um, well, anyway, it's awesome. You guys should check it out. Yeah, we'll post links in the podcast notes. Now that we're available as a podcast, we have show notes. Yeah, so, we do have show notes now. <laughs> if you see our podcast on any of the no transcripts, know, but we have show notes. Spotify and. Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and apparently there are there's AI programs that can do transcripts of this kind of a show. Yeah, we got some emails. That'd be really weird to see a transcript of this episode because it's so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, we said so much. I don't It'd know. Take what forever. That'd be like, yeah. But uh, but yeah, Riker is R I K E R. Music.bandcamp.com. Cool. And this leads into one more musical project that we're gonna finish things sure up on before does. our final clip of the week. Of the year, I guess I should say. <laughs> and then that will be the show. So uh, perhaps you want to quickly start about um, talking about this one. It kind of started about a year ago, this last musical project. Yeah. So you and I had written a song for your music industry arts program. You needed a an assignment music. Right. And again, I think that was back in 2016 as well. <laughs> so basically back then you asked me if I might try and write some lyrics for you. Because like you said, you weren't, you were not a big lyric guy. You mostly write, the, you do write only the yeah, music. Yeah, I'm not a singer and I'm not a lyricist. You're not a lyricist. So um, I said, sure, that was something I always wanted. I'd always wanted to hear some of my writing put to music. I think it's cool. I'm into soundscapes. I'm into different audio storytelling. I'm into all that stuff. Audiobooks, podcasts, and the new thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I was I was thrilled to get to do that again. So a second time or technically a third time. But we have some stuff in development, right? So yeah, so this one came up and it was specifically... Um, for this yearly 25-hour marathon you listen to every Christmas Eve till Christmas Day, right? Yeah, that's, uh, again, we'll share this in the show notes, but uh, it's mm-hmm. John Solomon. He's been doing it, this year was his 32nd year. So almost, so basically almost as long as you've been alive. Yeah, pretty much. I think his first one was in 1988 when I was one years old. Right. I don't remember. I wasn't aware until 2014. And he didn't have children at that point, but now he has a daughter who's about 13, I think. Right. So, yeah, this is a... A show and I always wanted to be part of it. So last year I was just mm. like, I mean, after we had already worked with. We've Car- sent him a few, su- we've sent him a few years of yeah. audio storytelling. Story Which was fun. Stories, I'm yeah. glad to be a part of it then. But music for it's me not is quite just, the same. It's yeah. a different level for me mm. always. So yeah, last year this start, start, sort of came into fruition after we had done the one in 2016. and Yeah, we wanted to write a Christmas song because his, his marathon, John Solomon, is a Christmas marathon. So he won't he won't play music if it's not sort yeah, of Christmas Yeah, it has to be related themed. enough to Christmas. Yeah. So we wanted to try and write a Christmas song. And I thought, well, I don't know if I can write like a jolly Jingle Bells type song. But um, I do have this memory, this this sort of remember, we, we are uh, in this family are remembering five years ago now, Brian took a bad... 
accidental fall down some stairs. It was a couple of weeks before Christmas only. Yeah, it was at a friend's bachelor party who's now married and has a has a has a ba- uh, kid two babies. as well. Or two, yeah, two. You're right. <laughs> Again, so much going on. It's I hard moves to on. Keep yeah. track of everything, but uh, yeah. So yeah, it was a very unfortunate time. I mean, I always like to say that for me, I had some scary moments, but I was also very out of it with a brain injury yeah. there. Um, it was an inner brain injury, so like outside was you wouldn't yeah, see anything. Yeah, there was but no mark on your skull no, from the but fall. But it was all inside and scary to think about. Yeah, I mean it was brutal. Like one minute we thought, well, he just has a, a concussion, and we get there next minute we find out this isn't our Brian anymore. You don't talk anymore. You don't act like you you used to. So we didn't know what to expect, and for a couple of days there, it was looking kind of. Iffy. Kind of bleak, yeah. Kind of bleak. So I ended up writing a Christmas song to remember five years um, since well, that accident. Because to, mem- to also remember one more thing from 2020. So in 2019, one of the things that preoccupied us near the end of the year was our friend Eric's wedding. Just because oh, you yeah, were... we didn't mention this. Well, I'm just going to quickly mention it because it was... I know, it's important to mention. Yeah, I just... so because you were busy with the wedding there in November Yeah, we did talk about the wedding last year. We yeah. did, yeah. But you were busy being in the wedding and also performing at the wedding. So you were pretty preoccupied. Right. But it was a great time. And um, we're, we're still happy for Eric, our f- longtime friend. For sure. For sure. Since um, getting guide dogs in 1998. Whereas that's where the memory came from that I referenced. But and we have had him on Outlook and on Ketchup on Pancakes. So he's an interesting True. Yeah, guy you can find to. him in the feed. <laughs> Search for Eric Burgraff. Um, but, uh, yeah, after he got married, he had a baby. So we got to meet his daughter this year for the first time. That was so exciting to see this little girl that, um, was his and, um, to see him as a father. And he's a lot more, he's very chill father. Yeah, it was I think very fatherhood, nice. Yeah, really. Her name is Jocelyn and we went to visit him in the summer when Back things had when, calmed down yeah, a little bit. Calmed down. So that was nice that we at least got a chance to see our good, good friend with his, his wife and daughter. And that was really neat. Yeah, she's like a little catch, cabbage patch doll, that baby. Mm-hmm. I saw her. She's six months old now, so. Yeah, that was really nice. Or oh, I guess seven months old. So, yeah, I don't know the next time we'll see her in person and how big she'll be. And, you know, we want her to, to know us in her life. Yeah, and I mean, stuff and she's still young, So, but hopefully sometime in 2021, maybe more so in the summer or the off. end of the year. We'll see. See what happens. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was a bit of a, an aside. I know, a little sidetrack. But, yeah, just, mm. like we said, there's... Somehow there's a, there was a lot that went on this year, even though it's even like though a bleak we were all at and, home and staying separate from each other. Yeah. But sometimes when you're like that, think more things happen because you're not well, constantly life still out goes working, on. and yeah, that's life just doesn't it. stop and come to a halt, halt because of a pan- pandemic. Things go on, right. like how people continue to have other medical problems besides this virus that we yeah. have to consider, right? So, um, including like we said, mental health. So things are you know always progressing, no matter what catastrophe might strike the world <laughs> right but uh i'd like to take a little break and get to this song so maybe yeah. kind of finish up so you wrote the lyrics last year we were hoping to get it out didn't happen um last year but this year yeah we had plenty of time this year i didn't so. even think it was going to happen this year because again you say you have plenty of time and well, then everything has to fall into place yeah and it already be- it was already like november and then december and it was kind of like oh. well i think this i think the stoker dropped his I think he's been doing more stoking this year than any other year. I think so. so. I think he's probably getting a little tired and just kind of like. He's trying on, to guys. keep us warm during this recording, but we're almost done. But um, yeah, no, I wrote the lyrics for the song, which ended up ter- um, being called um, "Lighting Up a Dark Season." So 
you know, it's it's sort of a good theme and a mood for the year. Even yeah, though this was re- referencing a, a you know a bad pre Christmas accident from five years ago. A tied in, yeah, to twenty twenty. Tied in so. nicely. So yeah, we had the same singer from uh, back on the things that we worked on in twenty sixteen when I had the school assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, the drummer from Trusty Fox. I just thought last minute I was like, you know what, I'm gonna this song could use some message him get some Christmassy sounds after you were at the Christmas show that we played a clip from at the very beginning with Trusty Fox. You heard yeah, the chimes. Yeah, he, he was playing the chimes and different Christmassy sounds, the bells, and I thought, well, you know, our song definitely needs some of that. So. Yeah, for sure, and um, you know, it's. I recorded actually the guitar last year as well, right, right when you were writing the lyrics, because I had the guitar riff already written. That was the idea that helped you spark on the lyrics, and then I recorded it last year, but it didn't happen. But so we had some of it done this year, but not all of it, and got the and singer yeah, last minute. Yeah, everybody just fell into place last minute, and they were all you know. Everyone happy was at home. Their thing made it yeah. a little easier in yep. a way. So. Yeah, so here we go. Let's premiere on um, our show on our shows. I guess Ketchup on yeah. Pancakes will be premiering this song, uh, "Lighting Up a Dark Season." So yeah, it's me writing the lyrics. Brian wrote the song. He he's playing all the guitars, the synth, um, bass, and then we have the percussionist plus our singer. So we got a nice collaboration, and we ended up calling ourselves Ski Patrol. So all right, here we go. As I sit by my lights tonight, my tree tonight, glorious words ring in my ear. Concussion, that's all they said. Again, he lies in a bed. Where is the brother I Thank you. 
I can see the light, but the season is dark. Hark the herald said, said. Just like it always was, Christmas with you, with us. And now we take the bus. So I gotta say, I was just really happy that that ended up coming together at the end of the year. I wasn't sure if it was going to for for a few oh, yeah. days there, but uh, the singer, uh, you know, she agreed to do it. And being remote, you know, it's sometimes in some ways easier to do it. She could do it on her own time, and with help from her brother, helping with the audio engineering and recording, they did it. Sent me the session. There's tons of harmonies on there. Oh. I said the one spot there's like 14 audio vocal tracks. It's crazy. Thank and you, Imogen. I got all the yeah, Imogen. Was on vocals there, as I said, as we said before, Alex Rolston, Trusty Fox on the percussion. I did everything else on the song, and Carrie wrote the lyrics. So yeah, and Ski Patrol was a name given to us by a friend. Yeah, it's so. interesting. We talked about Ketchup on Pancakes being the origin of Outlook, and then in a way, mm-hmm. Ski Patrol was the origin of Ketchup on Pancakes. We actually recorded a very early pilot, never been released. I do still have it oh, on yeah. a hard drive, but uh, our original pilot suggested by our brother's friend. Um, we were called Ski Patrol, so we ended up using that name for the band. Um, Our last name is Kajuski. Yeah, just thought it was a fitting name and worked well with what we were looking to do. Collaborate with all sorts of musicians and people. And yeah, and speaking of future things, we do hope we have more, at least one more song um, in the works. And we hope to maybe work with other musicians and other, you know, vocalists, who knows. But we really do love our a vocalist we have now and... This team was just, everybody yeah. we brought together for this song in particular was just, just great. just all seemed to pan out real well. And yeah. it all came together within a few days, really, the yep. final work. Yeah, on I was amazed and... how fast, within a weekend, within two or three days, you got her vocals back and then you were able to do what you needed to do to make the song even better than it was before and um, to make it good for release. Yeah, and it's available on SoundCloud as a, you can stream it or download for free. Yeah, we will I mean, share the link in the in the show notes. It was premiered on John Solomon's 25-hour course, radio yeah. show. But yeah, Huge now it's available on our on the SoundCloud page we've put up. So Okay, well. Yeah, that brings us to let's now. Let's quickly yeah, wrap things up here. We have a, a little clip of the week or 
I keep saying the week. Even it's, it's more what of it's year. called. It's whatever. Yeah, it's it what we started calling it. Original so. idea in, on on ketchup on pancakes was to play one clip from audio from one of the old from the past. Yeah, from the past. One of the cassette tapes Brian still has of our our growing up uh, as a family or whatever. But these are some of them are a little more recent, but we still call them cassette clip of the week because it's right. got a nice ring to it. But before we get to that, let's let's quickly talk. A little bit about the future, twenty twenty one. Yeah, because we're gonna gonna end the show with the clip in a minute here, and then wrap it up. So, yeah, I don't know what we're thinking for twenty twenty one. I I know even less, and I'm I've learned to predict even less than I than I did last year at this time because with this pandemic, there's just not really any telling where this will go and what the world will will be like at that point and how the world reacts to all this stuff. Every country's not going to react the same, and we're lucky to be here in Canada. But we not even vaccines coming, but. Sure, the country is is a big part of it, but it's also the people within the country because there mm-hmm. is still a lot of division and and uh, it's oh our stoker's back once more. Our stoker's wearing a mask. You should too. Yes, absolutely. It's you know it's it's like the farewell twenty nineteen when we talked about twenty twenty. It was very. I think maybe we're just getting older and <laughs> there's been so much change in the nothing 21st in century. life is certain. It's kind of obviously you need to have some sort of goals and plans, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is just. Working on things as as you can and little little steps at a time and just going with the flow, but trying to progress and change. And I just think who knows where we'll be next year. Hmm. I've learned that the more I've grown up and yeah. that you can plan for a lot, but a lot of things just happen and you can't plan for them. So, Well, we definitely know that travel is off limits Right. I don't, I don't the think moment. there'll be much traveling in 2021. Mm. We've already mentioned earlier that the CFB convention will be virtual. Yeah. I have a feeling the NFB one will be as well. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things. So yeah, it's be hard realistic. to make plans at this point. But I think by the end of 2021, we should have a better picture of what these what these vaccines are going to be like for the for the world. And yeah, and it's one and of those we'll, things. Maybe we'll have one by then. By next time we record one of our by the firesides, maybe we won't. I don't know. You and I are just going to lay low. In the yeah, meantime, it's a bit but. different for us with our immuna. Or immuno, immuno, immuno. I can't even say the right word to How use. How do you say it? With our lower immune systems, and um, but I just one other quick thing I want to say is just I think it is important to look at a new year as a new fresh start. That's a good thing to see. Mm-hmm. But we also have to look at the fact that time is, in some ways, well, depending on someone's opinion, but <laughs> these markers. It's a bit are, of a construct in the yeah. sense that it's it's going to change the date but it's still we're still going to be in the same state yeah so anybody who thinks that like all's going to just clear up and be well again once we're in a on a new calendar year then you know that just makes no sense the virus this virus doesn't it doesn't keep track of the not to bring us down again here but you know the virus doesn't care about dates and anniversaries and and holidays and celebrating and it doesn't care about anything your timeline that you're on because you want to travel and go on a cruise next you know yeah i mean it's, or whatever. it's okay to be positive and try to mm-hmm. feel the best for the next year but at the same time be realistic you about know it. one year two years 10 20 years is still such a small period in the history of this world that we have to just we can't look at this one year as being such a big thing because yeah and as i look back on the last decade previous to this i know that things change for sure in 10 years and um things change in one year and with this pandemic we just have no idea yeah, it's a very philosophical kind of look at so, the I mean, future, but I think that's it does. Okay right I mean, now. it drives you to want to, you know, take some steps and make some decisions, but at the same time, it also gives you, it gives me an excuse to sort of be a little more withdrawn, like I'm sort of apt to be 
you know, without the prompting and without some pressure to get out in the world, which is the kind of thing those conventions did for me and you. It brought us out of our shells a little bit, but um, we've gotten sort of retreated back into them a little bit. A little bit, but at the same time, we've gone, we've we've done so much. We've always had each other, so that helps, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Doing these shows together really has kept that bond going, even though now we live in different places. And um, I just think that, you know, you can look at it, oh, this year... You know, we didn't get out in the world as much, we but we still we still changed and developed a lot. And mm-hmm. look at the past five, ten years, how much we got out and did more stuff than we ever imagined. So yeah. you take a couple of years off, lay low a bit, do more things from home. And then in the future, things will come to some sort of normal, whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah, things will stabilize. So let's go back to a different time when we did celebrate Christmas with our entire family. Our brother and family were yeah, here. that's the thing. The inspiration for this episode is ketchup on pancakes, so we made pancakes. I uh, helped them out at the time. We were trying to replicate them as close to our Oma's mm. recipe. Yeah, it's a family recipe, as I said, that was the inspiration for the for the idea for ketchup on pancakes. There's no written and... recipe anywhere, though. This is just past. that's the thing. We're trying to we're trying to replicate it, and uh, as, so we'll as best definitely we can, we'll so. definitely have an episode of ketchup on pancakes between now and then. I'm, well, I see definitely, and I'm pretty sure it'll happen. We'll see, but we'll try. We'll <laughs> but try I want enough. to um, mark our five year anniversary with ketchup on pancakes, even though we've moved on to Outlook, our radio show. Um, but yeah, this is one of those things. So it has some family memories mixed in with a our family recipe, um, which we'll focus more on for our anniversary but episode. But I just wanted to show what our old Christmases are like. So every year, 24th, 25th, we would celebrate with a, with close family here in the area. You, me, our parents, our sister and her husband and two kids who live nearby. But our brother and his wife and um, their two kids live, live a little ways away. Not long, but, uh, you know, a drive of maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Um, and they weren't able to come this year. And we always did our, what I said earlier in the episode, our KFC, our Kajuski Family Christmas. We like little things like that. Um, you know, referring to, referring to this fast food restaurant. Yeah, so let's... But, um, but yeah, so no, we're missing them this year. They usually came down between the 27th and the 29th, and we'd have a big family, you know, get-together. It was crazy. They, you know, there was a lot going on, but it was so much fun, and there was so much food and so much fun and laughter. and So that's how we're going to end this episode, don't you think? Yeah, so we'll go back to a... I guess, I don't know. I don't know how you want to word it, but let's... It wasn't a simpler time. Yeah, I was going to say simpler time, but it wasn't really. I mean, it was just, it was a different time. There's always something happening in the world that makes Um, life complicated, but but I'm going to get on with making some rice for some chili Yeah, we got to eat our uh, chili. We've been holding off because we want to get this done. So let's return to an old segment that maybe some of our early listeners might remember, which is called... Cassette Clip of the Week. Mommy, this is what you Well, you guys can both have turns. There's lots of... Lots of mix and mix. There's lots. Daddy will. Max, Max, there's lots, okay? Of this pandemonium? <laughs> we can put, we can caption the photo. Pandemonium. pandemonium. I don't think we need that big a new dog. Yeah, well, thank now you. Now we need to put some eggs in. Okay? First so, episode title. No! 2017. Max, calm down, okay? Because you can't see it. Or okay, so come on over here. Well, she likes it. Yeah. 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 If one of them wants to sit on one of those circles, okay. I can stand so, behind and make sure they don't Max, fall. Max, Max, we need to take it easy here because we don't want to get eggshells. Shells in the pancake. Well, just stink. Are you sitting? 
Look, Grandpa. Has to be right beside you. Well, you, you have to get in line, Grandpa. You, you see this? This is the lineup. This is my house. Hey. This is the mixing lineup. He surpasses the line. Uh oh. What was that? That is phone. No, no way, that's um, dog. It was one of Grandma's spice. Okay. Just be careful with that. The phone's on the couch. Containers. Ooh, squeaky. What a squeaky day. Look at this girl go. We lost Auntie Terry. Yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Okay, so um, I'm going to take these. Starting to fry. Yeah. I, I I can't I can't quite yet read, okay, because we're we're still cooking some breakfast here. Yes. I don't know what that is. That's grandma.